I'm just going <laughs> to say some random words. You're going to just say some random yeah. words. Be like, and then you know what? They didn't cross the road in the end. And I found it ridiculous. All right, do you know what? We'll, we'll do it on the future one, innit? Yeah, because <laughs> I feel like you're not getting the vibe yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 okay, okay. Explain to me what you're trying to do here. So, you know, you know when they like, you know, like, you know, them wet podcasts, yeah, where they like start the podcast as if they're mid conversation and they're almost like, oh, I didn't see you there, yeah. Like that, but like a parody, do you know what I mean? Isn't it? Yeah, that's some corny thing. That's some I know, corny I know, but, it's, right there. <laughs> but it's like not on purpose, as, as in like not actually trying to be like, oh yeah, we're mid conversation, but more just taking the piss out of that. Well, don't worry. I got good news for you, Anacor. Uh-huh. I already pressed, pressed record like two oh, minutes sorry. ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you got your wish. <laughs> Fair enough. And wanted some cheese ball thing, and here we are. Welcome in, everyone, to episode 127 of Caleb Payne. Joined by uh, Cheese Ball and here. Yeah, uh, like I yeah. said, it wasn't supposed to be serious, but uh, well, I, I, hey, I pushed record. I, I gave uh, I gave you what you wanted, right? <laughs> I was wondering if you could go and notice that the record button started going. I had no so idea. yeah, yeah. yeah so I just pressed it. I was like, oh well, this is the nice. perfect time to just hit it. Uh, so a few things. Well, one. Well, finish your story about the the nose ring, nose stud situation. We didn't really talk about it last week because we talked about you know you got a fresh cut, you got the little, oh, yeah, you got yeah, the yeah. eyebrow bladed. But you said like two episodes ago or three or four, I forgot how many episodes ago. You're like, yo, next time you see me, I'm gonna be freshened up. I'm gonna be pierced up, right? I'm gonna have a a nose yeah. stud. I've you got the ear ears pierced too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've Both? been meaning to get piercings for ages, isn't it? Yeah, but like, yeah. um, I had some when I was young, um, but then uh. My nose closed up. I had a nose and ear in it, yeah. And the nose okay. closed up and my ear got infected. <laughs> and the reason oh. it got infected was because um basically the thing is also like around this time, like I was I don't want to say I was kind of dumb in it, yeah, but I was like I had a bit of a I guess a hectic lifestyle. Um and um basically I was trying to take oh, well, it off. What was the situation? Yeah. I was <laughs> yeah. No, it was just uh, it was a lot a lot doing a lot in it yeah but i was i was trying to take it off yeah so th- this was ages ago this wasn't yeah like, but i was trying to take the the earring off so first of all i was like putting in multiple different earrings like right mm-hmm. early on and apparently you're supposed to like leave one in for like a few months or some shit in it, yeah? um and then basically i was trying to take this one off and it wasn't coming off yeah and i was like oh fuck so i was trying to take it off like you know still trying still trying and all of a sudden like i felt my ear and it was like swelling up and I was like, oh, shit, like, oh, what the hell, yeah? And I couldn't figure it out. And I was, like, bugging. I, I like, rang up my mate. I was like, bro, I'm not going to lie in it, yeah? Like, my, my ear's stuck. It's swelling. Like, I need your help because I don't know what to do in it. So I went over to his house and he managed to get off. Turns out I was turning it the wrong way, yeah? Because I was trying to imagine, like, you know when they're, like, righty-tighty, lefty-loosey, yeah? Yeah, I mean, my earrings are different though. They're they're not like a twist one. They're just like you open. Oh, they're like just clasp. a pop out one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not um, even pop out. It's just like you just like they like clasp together in the middle. So okay, you just like yeah, open yeah. and close. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot simpler. So I was, I th- I think okay. So you normally, yeah, you tighten something, you go to the right, you loosen something, you go to the left, and I think 
either it was like looking in the mirror i couldn't tell if i was moving right <laughs> or left yeah <laughs> or like just trying to imagine how do you, why do you look at mirror if you're i i know what direction my hands turning without looking at a mirror <laughs> no but you know what okay look, 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 look. let me let me tell you one thing right so even to this day yeah i maintain one thing obviously i know generally which way to tighten something because my hand automatically moves in that direction yeah but right if i tell you move your hand right yeah which way is right because is it this it way right. yeah you, you or turn, is it you turn this clockwise way? clockwise is right they're both okay 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 well I, yeah i don't i didn't realize that the clock clockwise thing in it <laughs> well then if it's if, if, if it's on the back Look, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now at this point in the story in the court everyone listening's like dude this this bruv's lost it right he doesn't even know his right from left right no but like i don't know it's, it's not intuitive the clockwise thing in it yeah and then also like let's say <laughs> you're you going mean? from the back yeah which i want to say which way is the clock is going but the clockwise is still the same all right if i reach my hand behind my ear and i turn it's still yeah. clockwise if I turn this way versus the other way. What do you mean? Yeah, maybe you're right. So yeah, may- maybe I was just dumb at the time, it, whatever. Um, How old were you? I was like, I think I was like 20 or 19, something like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've been meaning to get them for ages, and then I finally got them again recently. Um, so it got infected. You had to take them out, and they just, you had to let them heal, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, I was just like, I couldn't be bothered. Mm. Um, I feel like you'd be the kind of person to get your like eyebrow pierced too. Um, you know what the thing is, yeah, is that I actually wanted to get more things than this, but some of the piercings I wanted to get are like a bit of a, um, they're a bit of a commitment, like time wise and like maintenance wise. So, for example, some of the other parts on the ear, yeah, you like cartilage. can't sleep on that side for months or maybe just yeah. forever. Yeah, and also like I potentially <laughs> want to do some. Yeah, that's what they were saying. I was like, "Yo, this is a bit mad." And they were like, "I potentially want to do some like training when I leave uh, Australia," um, and it would be like Muay Thai. Yeah, and yeah, I don't think yeah, I probably... could fight with certain piercings. No, I mean you you yeah. could, you potentially could get a cauliflower ear in general, but especially with the ear yeah, piercing in there, you're yeah, you're double yeah. dipping on the cauliflower I know, ear. I know, I know. So, unfortunately, yeah, some of them just don't seem like appropriate for this moment. But I feel like for people who don't move around a lot, who don't really like, you know, do stuff like that either, and who don't mind, you know, just sleeping in one position, then it's a bit more accessible. But yeah, hmm. it's not me at the moment. So you lost your nose stud recently. Yeah, so flipping. So this happened a few days ago as well. Yeah, like if, no, no, it happened last week. Yeah, it just fell out. And I think it was like, I got hay fever. I was like blowing my nose loads and then I just lost it somewhere. And then- Wait, is there not a thing keeping it secure inside? Yeah, but you know what? Yeah, it's it's this whole like righty-tighty-lefty-loosey thing again. So it's like a, (laughs) it's like a screw on thing. Yeah. And then, you know, okay, look, the thing is, yeah, they're like, oh yeah, clean. You have to clean uh, the piercing every night. All I know is if if I ever need help with even Ikea furniture, I'm not going to Antico. I'm going to sit down and that chair is going to fall to bits, right? Nothing's going to be tightened. Bro, but look, the thing is, I was like, okay, they were like, you know, if you clean it, yeah, they were like, clean it, um, you know, to the right so that obviously you're not like loosening it right so i was like okay cool and i was i was i was looking in the mirror and i was like <laughs> this is to the right but then i was like trying to imagine myself turning it and i was like now this is to the right and then it turns out <laughs> i was right in the first place and i don't know man so obviously i must have been accidentally loosening it and then i'm just, just trying to imagine you in the bathroom by yourself sitting there having like a existential crisis that's what i was doing i was like i was like trying to figure this out i was like okay i was like 
that's right, yeah. And then I'm like looking in the mirror, I'm like, but then I can't, I can't understand the way like my fingers are translating in the mirrors. Anyway, this is something I see um, about like some random guy in like a like a reality TV show, you know, living with a bunch of housemates and like sitting there for twenty minutes trying to figure out his <laughs> nose piercing. Yeah. I'm sitting at home yeah, like, dude, these people can't be real. Like, <laughs> well, I guess, well, I exist. So it yeah. came out then, and I got like a I got another one put in, and then um. And then it came out a few days ago and I managed to like put, and I found it on the floor and I was like cleaning it up and put it back in myself. And then last night it came out. yeah. And this was like, I didn't even realize it came out. Um, and also I don't even know how it's coming out because it's not even the the twisty one. Yeah, like, like wait, hanging upside down? Like how does it come out? I don't know. I have no idea. Literally have no idea. And I found it in the exact same spot that I found it a few days ago. <laughs> what, is you got a magnet so, on the ground? What's going on? <laughs> I, I was thinking that. I was like, I was like, wait, wait. <laughs> is there like, because it's like at my bathroom door, like not at the sink or anything like that, at the bathroom door. Yeah. And I'm like, for a second I was like, is there some sort of like field? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, I just happened to like touch my nose before I went to bed. And I was like, oh shit, it's not there. I found it. I tried to put it back in. Yeah. And I couldn't put it back in. And I was like half asleep as well. Yeah. And I think like the pressure I was putting on the hole. Yeah. I started to get super lightheaded. And I was like, oh shit, I'm going to faint. <laughs> and I just, uh, I just like ran back to the bed. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're like, leave us a You've got a faint from like, putting a nose piercing in? to do anyway. I don't know what was going on. I wasn't, I wasn't like planning to faint, of course. But like, you know, like, for what's, some reason my head was getting you, really pressured. And... Are you bleeding all over the place? Like what, I, what's nah. causing you to faint? I don't That's know. That's wild. I, and the thing is, yeah, I was thinking about it. And I was like, actually... The, that kind of feeling yeah because i was thinking i was like why would i even faint that kind of feeling i've had one time before <laughs> that i remember right and yeah. to cut the story relatively short yeah because there's a there's a lot of extra details which don't need to be going, going into but basically like i think 10 years ago i um i was on a bicycle and i crashed and uh cut my finger off yeah? so like you cut your finger you... off yeah so well, the top open, part right? came off the top oh yeah your like, pinky does you look see a little flat yeah there's there's that little like line towards the top that's where they stitched yeah. it back on um they stitched it back on like the whole chunk came off and they had to reattach yeah the yeah it was like hanging off yeah yeah <laughs> oh, oh so like yeah. it's like um it's like it's sliced but it's still like hanging off by like a piece of skin and whatever yeah right? yeah yeah it was like that oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so basically like, i was like too. i was like i don't know what to do yeah so i like I got back on the bicycle and went home and uh, my flatmate, she opens the door and she's a lifeguard. And she was like, she was like, oh shit. Yeah. So she started like preparing stuff, being like, um, you know, telling one of my friends to uh, pour out some water and then like, you know, telling me to do this. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And yeah, like, I'm, I'm just so shocked from the adrenaline that I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, and, um, yeah. Yeah. Literally it's like, uh, you know, it's just like, and i'm like uh, you lot do your thing in it so the the flatmate that she told to pour out the water yeah she was panicking and she poured out boiling water because she was just <laughs> making tea <laughs> so first of all she does they that right then then um one of my other flatmates he's been sitting in like the conservatory <laughs> for like the whole day he comes out to see what the commotion is he looks at my finger and just faints and falls on the floor right <laughs> so then like everyone's tending to him yeah and i'm like okay well i guess i'm supposed to put my finger in the water yeah put my finger in the water it's boiling water <laughs> and then i faint as well because 
<laughs> so it was it was all just a mess um and that was that was the last time i remember feeling that kind of faint um like feeling well um, i mean yeah okay okay you're you're you fainting with your finger almost sliced off while p- dipping it in boiling water that makes sense, <laughs> that makes sense but yeah, but yeah. you're telling me that that was the same thing as trying to put a nose piercing in your nose and you faint right, with the- I, I, Honestly, I have no Very clue. It. Yeah, it might. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But hopefully, I'll get fixed later on today. All right. Well, speaking of Anacor too, I I made the mistake last week. We talked about his Twitter profile picture, and I forgot to throw it in the video. So if you're still wondering about what I was talking <laughs> oh, about from right, last yeah. week, where he looked real goth and had no idea it was him, here's the photo right now on the screen, so <laughs> you can see it. But I had I had no idea this was this was him. So if you're watching the YouTube version, you can see it. Um, but you know, speaking of that, uh, let's get into some YouTube comments and then we'll go from there. But uh, let's, I think our last ones, let's talk about the one from Scrap and Peace episode from two yeah. episodes ago because we didn't finish those. Uh, Michael says they should have uh, inter- an international play Pokemon tournament in Lisbon. The 5G internet service is, is absolutely mind-blowing. Well, I didn't even know that. Uh, they put... 127 people in two-story apartment connected to the same Wi-Fi network streaming live from their phones without a glitch. What the hell? What? Why is the Wi-Fi in Lisbon so good? I don't know. I guess... You know what? That's mad because actually I heard that there's some Eastern European countries that have like the best internet speeds in the world. And I don't know why. And I think there's also a similar thing where like the US, right? You lot have... Um, your upload speeds are something like 500 megabits per second, right? Right, yeah. Okay, in the UK, you don't get more than like 50, just as a standard, what? regardless of how good your internet is. I had the best internet, and mine is wouldn't go slow? above 50 upload. I don't know. I, I like it was fine, but I was just yeah. like, that's such a that's such a difference, you know. That's a big difference. Well, I it's know, like, difference. what do you call it? When when I'm sometimes when I'm traveling for and I'm like making YouTube videos and stuff, mm. or like even uploading our podcast. In some places, it's just so hard. It's so hard to do. But I just assume wife like hotel Wi-Fi just always worse than personal home Wi-Fi. But that's just my assumption. I didn't realize that it yeah. could be. It could be based off of the country as well, right? Because yeah, I think so. You know, yeah, I'm going to apparently um, Australian internet is a bit crap, and uh, it's not bad, but it's not amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it comes down to that and like the infrastructure that they're willing to put in and it like well i i know the australian's internet's not the best because when i'm oh yeah when i'm recording with you but also Uh, the alternative is the uk which is also apparently not that much better either so it's it's all all starting to connect you had some wi-fi issues in the uk too which was like because i remember thinking like oh you went back to uk everything's gonna be smooth sailing and do you know what though i think um because when i left um they they changed the internet provider. So I, when I was like there before, um, I had like really fast internet and they changed it when I left. And it wasn't bad, uh, but it was probably similar yeah. to like what I have here as well. My mom uh, did something similar when I moved out too. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, well, that's really cool to see. Uh, I don't know if they will host in Lisbon, but anyone from the Pokemon company listening, mm-hmm. take notes. Take notes. Yeah, I think they do, do you know play what? pretty far in advance, though. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah what, what's up? I was gonna say, like, I thought it would potentially be in Lisbon, or like Worlds might be in Lisbon last year, mainly because you know how they did Worlds in the UK because of Sword and Shield, and then no, Paldea is obviously set in I, Spain. I, 
Well, I don't think it's just that. Uh, it's it's in UK slash London because they have a London headquarters. So oh right, here. okay. And they, oh, obviously the but that was like the first time they did it in London. Japan. I thought it was the first time. Yeah. No, it's the first time they did it outside North America. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, all the all yeah. the so all the other worlds were in North America. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what some people theorize, but I think that yeah. was also. I mean, maybe I I I'm not. I don't have like inside info. This is just like what I, what I'm guessing or what some other casters were like speculating. Uh, because yeah, like Paldea, you know, it would be cool in Spain, but like I think they one par- the, part of it is like the they hit the gambling laws, yeah. yeah but also, yeah, yeah. I think so I was like, maybe like, if you move it to Portugal, then it's like still part yeah, of Paldea. You know what I, mean? I think it's less so about like being thematic and more so about the convenience of it. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my guess is like worlds will continue to be mostly in North America slash the U.S. and maybe a little bit of London for like the next couple years. Because um, to because oh, all before these past two years, it's always been North America and pretty much always in the U.S. outside that one year in Vancouver. So, right. But yeah, we'll see Hawaii. Ryan Colgrove says, "Looking forward to seeing how the top cut shakes out at LEIC. I'm rooting for my guy Patrick e. Albany. Uh, Patrick e. Albany did pretty well. I don't know. I don't think did he, he made top, top cuts. No. Yeah, he might have just missed out. I think he made it to like a losers finals, but." Yeah, he's he's pretty much qualified, or like only a few, he's only a few points away from qualifying. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so there's that, and I think they're starting locals in yeah. uh, Latam too. So and do you know what? It's technically possible to qualify completely in Latam through locals if you yeah. come first in every single one of your cups and challenges. So same thing with Oceania too. Well, actually, just if, cups. if they yeah, release yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What what do you what do you how do you feel about that? Um, I, I mean, the thing is, is I think it shouldn't really be possible to just qualify through cups. Um, the thing is, is that like, obviously with the cups, you, um, you know, you have to come first. However, there's also a possibility to kind of finesse it. So you, you know, you have the minimum amount of people, you can just get like random players and you could almost guarantee yourself first. That said, I think being able to do that uh, i think the amount of players who will be able to do that will be relatively low so you may get some players who are entering worlds and just don't belong there but mm-hmm. i think even so you know they'll they'll get knocked out relatively quickly and so it just may mean that okay well it's going to be rounds like four and onwards which you you know sort of take yeah. a proper look at and see like okay well who's who's actually, uh, you know, thinking for it. So I think it brings it a bit, uh, I don't want to say it brings the prestige a bit less than um, last year, but um, at least for the first couple rounds, I reckon it may be the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know. I mean, I think also uh, if they had seeding for Worlds, I think that also wouldn't be as big of a problem. Oh, okay, right? yeah, yeah. And I, you know what? I if, think they they... if they don't have seeding for Worlds, mm-hmm. let's say you have like all the heavy hitters in one bracket, just yeah. and then like, all of a sudden, in Top Cut, they're facing someone that like breeze their way through on an easier bracket, right? And yeah, it's going to be looking yeah. very like one sided in that Top Cut. Top yeah. Cut. I think they um yeah. they used seeding for LAIC for the first time, mm-hmm. um, and so I imagine that they probably will have that for Worlds. So, That'd be um, good. yeah, That'd in be that huge. case, it should be good. But I think again, the local. But also, what does what does seeding what does seeding do if you qualify for Worlds with points? Like, how are they seeding? They're seeding off. So they're seeding points, based right? on previous uh, event performance so if you qualify yeah, just on points is, then yeah. and you've never been to a regional then you'll be like a bottom seed 
because oh, you, you haven't so? had any previous yeah yeah whereas like you know if you qualified on points but you top car regional previously then you'll be a higher seed because okay you've actually got some gotcha. credentials that could um, be good. but yeah the locals obviously definitely super important for um i guess australians but also all the latin countries that don't have events in their area which have like well, amazing I, battlers, you know, so. well yeah i was listening to pvp corner um defy and uh, fish on here's podcast and fish on here was saying because he couldn't attend brisbane his only way of qualifying for world championships now is he has to get at least second place twice in the two remaining regionals for australia or he has to win one of the two and that's yeah, it yeah. otherwise he has no shot of making it to worlds yes yeah, uh, assuming they don't get locals and, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but and I, I assume that they will get locals region. yeah yeah I, I assume that it should I be. Hope so. I hope so. Because I mean, the again, thing is, yeah. I thought Latin America would be on the lower end of priority alongside Australia. Um, and so since they've just pushed that, then I imagine Australia yeah. is like very, very soon. So. Me personally, I think like if you really want to make it a little more balanced, right? Like not be able to just qualify off of locals, you can maybe set, change the amount of points you could get from locals per region, right? So right now, nor mm. for, right now for everyone, yeah. you can get six cups and six challenges count towards your local or count count mm. towards your championship points. Whereas, you know, maybe they reduce it to five per you know challenging cup for europe or four and then you do you know like three or something for latin like two for oceania stuff like that right to kind of like balance it a little bit because yeah. you could technically you could almost earn more points from locals in australia than you can from the actual tournaments which is kind of wild yeah. right if they yeah, implement yeah. the cups and challenges there so yeah i think a fair um, system would be having it so um so like your system yeah and mm -hmm. sort of work out how much it would require for you to if you entered one tournament and top cut mm -hmm. um and then you know did decently across you know a certain amount of uh locals and then for that to be enough for you to qualify i feel like that's a good benchmark where if you like top cut one tournament and then do decently in locals, that still means that you can not top cut a tournament and do really well in loads of locals and you'll still get your invite. Um, and I think that's like a kind of balance as opposed to just, you know, just being able to yeah. do locals. I mean, I'm all for- I also don't like multiple tournaments because I feel like right. you, know, you shouldn't have to force people to go to multiple events. Yeah, especially if you could be like, yeah, no, because not everyone has some means to do that, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm definitely open to having more people. Like, there's definitely going to be more people that qualify for world championships this year than next than last year. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how how that plays out for sure. But um, I don't know. More people going is not a terrible thing. But they probably only have like a I don't know. Don't they have a like size limit for the venue and stuff? Like they're they can't decline mm. people from qualifying for yeah. worlds, right? I mean, I, mean, I doubt it's going to be that much of a difference, right? Because they're they're likely planning the venue for like tens of thousands of people, right? So an extra hundred is not really going to make a difference. Like well, I mean, they're very limited on their spectator tickets. So like, I assume like yeah. because of that, I don't yeah, know. I, we'll we'll I see how it goes. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. But uh, so who is Josh says, got a question about open team sheets. Do you reckon with Battle Frontier or any other grassroots uh go for this format now. It's not that difficult to in just screenshot the moveset. And obviously, if you record your battles, the dispute will be easy if the incorrect 
move was used. But would that be good for the game to be uh, in line with the play scene? That's a great question, Josh. And I personally think that's a good idea. Now, I don't know what Battle Frontier is planning on doing, but I know Dracoviz. You good? Is that a ghost? What was that sound? <laughs> it was the same ghost that keeps them taking out my nose stud, I think. <laughs> yeah. Is it still in? Is it, you, you feel it? You about to pass out or what? <laughs> I'm you pass, if you pass out on the podcast, I don't know what to do. because I like. I mean, I know I you're going to keep police. it running anyway. So like. Wow, that's a little awkward too, right? I passes out on the podcast. <laughs> but the end is there. Yeah, I don't know how to call for help. I don't know where you live. I just know, hey, there's a guy somewhere in Australia with a nose piercing. <laughs> yeah, oh, find wow. the ghost. And you might, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a he's got a very distinctive pinky, <laughs> you gotta identify him. Um, actually, funny enough, I have like a little birthmark on my ring figure on my right hand. You can't really mm. see it here, but it's like it was like kind of like um, it had like some swelling that was born and like it just never went away. So it's like kind of like hardened, a little bit different shape than most mm. people's fingers. And I remember my mom would say, like when I was younger, she's like, oh, if you ever got lost, right, I could always identify you with your finger, right? If, if you're, like, ever lost in, in a group of kids and, and, like, I need to find you. I'm like, what What about my face? Like, like, like you can look at the finger. Like, how many kids are going to look like me, right? Like, unless I'm, like, I'm, like, a burn victim. My whole face is gone or something, right? Like, that's, like, like why is that? Like, it's, like, I don't know. Maybe it should just be, like, playful or something. Like, try to make me feel better about it. I wasn't, like, that self-conscious about it anyway. Yeah. But, um, but yeah uh yeah no anyway so what i was gonna say is draco viz if, if you ever join any grassroots forms there organizers can actually force people to put in movesets if they want to right mm -hmm. they if they do open team sheets they can essentially implement it in draco viz which is a really cool feature um i don't know if battle frontier will be using draco viz do you know so i think we want them to because um it would make because the current easier, system is kind of like a weird like google yeah system. i mean they're, they're definitely efficient. as far as i know they're definitely not going to continue with this specific spreadsheet system because mm -hmm. it's just not very good or well, it's, it's yeah. like it's fine but it's just it's also a lot of work too much work in it yeah um we want them to use drake of his i think uh we're just having some chats with them over december um it does sound like they've also got another idea in plan like to okay. uh to use their website but We'll see. We'll see. I think what, uh, either way, regardless of what they choose, it's going to be better than spreadsheets. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, I, outside of Battle Frontier, just other grassroots formats, like if they're using DracoViz or whatever, they can easily do that. Um, I'm hosting a draft tournament with my patrons, actually, and uh, I didn't opt to go for the open team sheets, but it's an option, right? And yeah. I think maybe for the second one, I might just do it. Just to keep it in line, because I think... I don't think it's a bad idea, Josh, because if most of you are strategizing around it, like why, like that's the main strategy moving forward for official tournament formats. Why, like, why deviate from it? And I kind of, I did the yeah. same thing because Sylph never did this. They never asked you to put if your Pokemon's purified or not. Mm -hmm. And I, I made it like a requirement for my patrons draft tournaments. I'm like, why wouldn't that be necessary? You, you already specified the shadow, right? Yeah. Why not specify the purified? Because the purified does make a difference in terms of, you know, uh, it doesn't really what. Well, it does I mean, because if, if if you see on paper your face is on without a purified save why that changes completely, right? No, but and you, if you can also uh, have. Wait, a, are you seeing their moves already, or is no, this like without? No, 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 no moves. Oh, okay. Not mine's not open okay. team sheets. Yeah, yeah I guess yeah, open team right. sheets. It doesn't matter too much. Yeah. I mean, you could say like the purified Maybe IVs it's got are. Or something, yeah, yeah, usually but, a little bit higher. I don't know. It's just it's just yeah. like why yeah, yeah, like true, true. why was that information always like hidden for self right all of a sudden yeah. you're facing a glygar in like ember cup and has this purified you're like wait this could be a return <laughs> glygar which was pretty yeah, relevant right true. so 
Bruv, I got returned Drapeyond. I'm not going to say by who, but... Um, Do you lose? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they return? Uh, I think it might have been like my Swampert or something like that. I can't remember. Uh, um, but it was like return Drapion. And the thing is, is you can't why get... Why don't you want to give him credit? <laughs> why don't you want to shout oh, him out? Because you can't get return Drapion without um, trading from a lower level account. So uh, I, I don't, I don't want them like, to... Not like you know. kosher. Yeah, I, I mean, guess. you know, I, I personally not. don't have a problem with that. But yeah, I just yeah. don't want, you know, I don't want to mention. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but basically... I think uh yeah, so we're we're actually doing open team sheets for the Asia Pacific Championships mm-hmm. for the same reason that you said, you know, like the whole point is um practicing in open great league and especially mm-hmm. after this last weekend, um, you know, seeing the team sheets in that format, uh, you know, getting used to seeing the team sheets in that format kind of helps, right? Um but one thing I think is I think Battle Frontier should potentially keep it closed team sheets. Cause I think one of the fun parts about um, factions was sometimes using off-meta movesets just because it's you know good into that specific matchup. Yeah, I thought but that was kind can. of a nice. You just thing. you just like remove the surprise factor, I guess. Uh, well, no, no, because you'd probably have to lock it in when you lock in your team, so you don't know what they're running until then, unless you have a second uh, wave of locking in. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Have, yeah. The that only downside with that though is we still need a fix to charge TMs because. That was yeah. probably one of the biggest things that was draining people's charge TMs. And, yeah, it's about um, to. I, we didn't do Battle Frontier this time around, but it's like, yeah, charge TMs yeah. need a rework 1,000%. Yeah. I don't know what the holdup is. I, I mean, there might be that. some like bureaucracy that Niantic has to go through or red tape. And maybe some people in the departments like actually having disagreeing on that philosophy, but it is becoming a problem, especially when we have all these new moveset updates, and especially when mm-hmm. you got stuff like Small Live learning trail, uh, Trailblaze, <laughs> right? Like, this is like throwing yeah. in some random stuff. Along with Sandstash with Aerial Ace, it's like just another thing you're going to switch up on yeah, people, right? Yeah. To make it harder to get the right move. So, anyway, that being said, uh, let's talk about, yeah, so I think that's that's a great question, Josh. Um, I don't know. I, I like it, but I especially for team formats and Battle Frontier, I can see why the old school SIL system is better for that. Mm. Uh, in the most recent episode last last week, Ma Davis says, you guys need a comment for the views algorithm. So here's one. Oh, yo, much Shout appreciated, out. Ma Davis. Yeah. There Bishop Lasagna left two comments. Says, Zeus is the correct way to pronounce Zeus or, you know, uh, the Greek god, I guess. It's just English speakers say Zeus. At least that's my understanding as a Latin-based language speaker. That's interesting because honestly, if that is the case, I'm going to start saying Zeus. Are you really? Because I think, you know what, honestly, yeah, I think, bruv, the the English have just butchered so many things. Do you know one thing I don't understand, right? I don't understand how, okay, something like, let's let's take Spain, for example, right? So the country, we're calling the country Spain, but they call it... España. España, yeah. Yeah. Why, for what reason... Espana is a noun. It's a name, yeah? For what reason am I giving it my own name? Do you know what I mean? That's like if someone yeah, was... Where, you were like, oh, yeah, yeah my name's Caleb. And then they from? just gave it their own twist on it. They were just like, yeah. oh, Kaleeb, okay. It's like, bro, it's not, it's not the before. same. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, do you know what I mean? I don't understand why we're we're changing the name... Changing nouns. Yeah, They're, they're literally a like name. There's other it's ones like, there's like no, that too, right? Huh? 
there's other examples of that too, right? There's loads of examples of that. Yeah, that was just the first one I thought of. In it, but I'm I'm feeling like you know with nouns, it should be encouraged to pronounce them and say them in the way they're supposed to be said or pronounced. You know. Yeah. Well, how 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 do people say Japan in Japanese? Uh, Nippon or Nihon? Nihon. How the heck did Japan? Where does Japan come from? I know. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's so it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. So Zeus it is. All right. Zeus it is. You heard it here first. A good (laughs) ASMR channel. This is also from Bishop's on it. A good ASMR channel I followed 10 years is this guy named uh, uh, Ephemeral Ephemeral Rift. Uh, He's been doing it for 14 plus years on YouTube, and every single video is unique. He even has a universe, ERCU build based on his role play characters i can't sure. recommend it enough if you're into that stuff this guy is a genius so i guess if you don't you don't have to be attractive or a woman fair enough fair enough i don't think i'm a genius though either so <laughs> i personally might go and let that that dream go plus if i'm doing asmr or anacor is we're gonna be laughing for half of the asmr <laughs> i was crying when i was like editing that video <laughs> Maybe uh, uh, maybe that's the niche. Yeah. Oh, my apologies too. So obviously, like the episode came out later because I had to wipe my hard drive completely. Yeah. Did it making. fix it? Well, it. N- uh, well, I don't know. I just I'm using a different hard drive now. I'm using oh, a different. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. M- it's still mechanical though. I did order the SSD, but the SSD aren't okay, here okay, yet. Okay, so okay, I'll get okay. SSD probably tomorrow. Yeah. Sick. But uh, I did order two SSD. So, but yeah. I just swapped. Yeah, I just and I couldn't. I couldn't even reformat that disk too. I was trying to reformat yeah, it. Yeah, like so the, if you couldn't reformat it, it's likely it was a like a hardware issue. Then. Well, I wiped everything. I deleted everything. I still can't reformat it. Oh, so it's kind of wild. Yeah, I don't know. unfortunate. Anyway, uh, but anyway, this episode's also coming out a little bit later because we're recording after the release time. Uh, but yeah, we'll see when it comes out. So after this, like, I had to take care of some stuff because I'm literally moving apartments tomorrow. So I'm going to do my best to edit this and do what I can, but it might come out like a day later. I don't know. You all know by the time you hear this, but this is the last time. Take a gander. This is the last time you're going to see this background <laughs> on the podcast, right? If you're watching YouTube version. It's good. I'm, I'm switching it up. I'm moving into a asylum cell like Anacor is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just hey, I'll get a sofa by this weekend. <laughs> no, the funny thing is your aesthetic is just like this plain vanilla white background because it was the same thing. thing. It was the same thing in London too. Yeah, you're yeah, the same background. You, yeah. Honestly, oh, if you, you told me you're in the same place, I this could just be a different bedroom or different angle <laughs> in the same room in your London-like yeah. place. Do you know it's what? Just I'll, a little I'll be bit honest, darker. Yeah, there's London, a... Yeah. There's one thing, like one negative that comes to like constantly moving around is mm-hmm. that sometimes it's really hard to make somewhere home. Do you know what I mean? You know, like you're never yeah. there for long enough that you can really make it, you know, nice and cozy sort of thing. Yeah. What What is your plan exactly? You're going to do the same thing again next year? Go back and forth between uh, Australia? Uh, I don't know, man. Like I'm going to, I'm going to go back to you trying to be a forth. caster, right? An official caster if you're yeah, constantly yeah, yeah. in a different <laughs> region. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to see what happens in it. I, I think looking that far ahead is not really that possible. At the moment, the plan is I go back to London. I stay there until like maybe September, October, and then I come back. Um, but that is also... That's like the the sort of skeleton plan, do you know what I mean? Like things could happen in the meantime that might change things. So, yeah. um, 
you know, I'm not going to call it exactly, but that's the rough plan. I was also like considering maybe, you know, moving somewhere else, but I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's, a, oh, okay. that's a lot quite far in the future. Little traveler. Uh, Ma Davis also wrote, okay, I've listened to the podcast since the first episode, but you guys both did me dirty. I lost to Caleb in one set. Then in the very next set, I lost to Anacorn. <laughs> Do you guys have Scroll Trapper's contact info? <laughs> uh, I got a question for you, Ma Davis. Who played it better, right? Who who gave you the harder beatdown? Was it me or was it Anacorn? And if it was team comp dependent and that's why Anacorn beat you harder, then I don't want to. Oh, know. That, that's the only reason. Yeah. yeah. Don't tell me if that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> When, when are you going to release them screenshots? Yeah. When are you going to release them? What screenshots? Yeah, I took no screenshots. You, you got screenshots? There's no screenshots. I don't have screenshots. <laughs> no screenshots. screenshots. Nothing happened. The only evidence I have yeah, been happened this weekend. of my, uh, <laughs> my matchup against Caleb in it. Yeah. So, but I didn't, I didn't get any screenshots. Look. Look, I'm ready for the new meta. That's all I'm going to say, right? Uh, I'm same, cooking something same, special. Same. I got a local oh, really? this weekend. Yeah, mm. yeah. To, uh, Saturday, actually, the day yeah. after the meta update. Wow. Yo, when you see that YouTube video s- s- sweep swept my local in this new format, you'll know. <laughs> if there is no YouTube video, then you know it went poorly, and just pretend like I just didn't go. Yeah. Ryan Colgrove says, "Can't speak for the tourneys I'm not at in the U.S., but I make it my mission to organize fun socials post tourney." You'll have to ask the others not named Caleb who didn't hang out <laughs> for a good reason that <laughs> went to Sacramento for reference. But us Swablus know how to party. LA's going to be the 20 of the year next year. You you coming out to LA? I don't know. Last regional? I don't Could know. be kind of I will, You know what? The thing is, I would definitely consider it. But it's also a case of like, okay, well, I need to pay to go to LA. And then the difference between the time difference between um, the LA regional and Worlds is long enough that I can't exactly just stay in LA the entire time. So then I have yeah, to fly back home can. and then I have to fly to Hawaii. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I'll, I'll definitely consider it, but it depends on uh, if it's practical. All right. All right. Uh, this, dude, this comment's hilarious. This is the last comment, too. The timing of this one is great. Yeah, okay. How From Conky. How many tournaments have to pass without Claude Sire before you stop the asinine take of the top players in the world aren't using it because they can't figure out how a mud shot and earthquake mon works the first week after maybe, but by the second week, and especially now at three to four weeks out, I'm sorry, but no, it doesn't take much to figure out damage output and what it can tank quick Sims for an idea and a scrim for practice move counts are nothing new. It's just not going to be top meta. If you say, wait and see, I mean, we've been around, been waiting We've been waiting. Gligar got a change and has been a top usage po- uh, mon since the week of. Aesash got a change and within two weeks was a top used mon. Charge book took a little longer, but it's been up there far more than Claude. What's the weight criteria? To throw one more point out there, had it not been nerfed, would players still not use it because they wouldn't know how? Fantastic question, right? I gotta say a few things. One, their last points, had it not been nerfed, of course it'd be everywhere, right? Because it's overly, like, it's way too broken, right? That's like if you gave Carbink, like, lock-on or something. Yeah, it would have been instant meta right away, right? But the reason why it took a while is because it was clunky and people didn't know how to team build around it, etc. Right? I, I mean, you know, and you... Okay, I'll put it this way, Conky. Someone made top two in 
Gdansk with a Sea King, right? So, so <laughs> exactly. like, like I think part of it is also like the good players aren't willing to use it. So there, so if if you don't have if good players are just using straight uh, straight basic meta lines, like yeah, a lower skill player can use Costa. It's not going to look as good because the skill player doesn't know how to use it. Uh, out of your opinion, Anacor, who's the most skill player that's brought Clodsire to a tournament so far? Uh, it seems like it was probably nighttime clash. Nighttime clash, right? Yeah. yeah, and he's pretty good, right? I don't know if he yeah. used it in his uh, stuff, but but the, but all the other top players have not touched it, right? So there's that. However, I will say this, Conky, right? I, I don't think it's not like broken, broken by any means. It's just very, it's it's still very strong. I would say two things though. One, lantern, surf lantern, the lantern before this recent spark change, right? Old lantern. Throw Surf every five, throw Thunderbolt every six sparks, right? Or if you run the Water Gun variant, which is what we have now as well. That Lantern, it, it got Surf in in September, right? Or August or whatever, right? After, right after Worlds of 2022. Guess how long, and we're talking about Lantern, the OP Lantern, how, how long it took before that became meta-relevant? Three months. Yeah. It was because... It wasn't that it wasn't strong. It's just that it wasn't primed for success in that specific meta. It was still a really strong Pokemon because, of course, now we're talking about it. It's top of every meta, and people are trying to figure out how to nerf it, right? And the side grade of Spark didn't do anything. But Lantern was a huge menace for the entire year last year and still is. And they didn't change Lantern outside just changing how Spark worked, right? Changing Spark work now didn't really change it. Like, if it was the old Spark right now, it'd still be just as metal relevant, maybe even more so. And actually, you do know. you know what? That opening that opening weekend, um, I know definitely that uh, Harjefi, he, um, he won Porto Alegre with Lantern. I think Areo also was um, uh, came second with Lantern as well. And I'm pretty sure... Oh, they sure... had Lantern on their teams? Are yeah, sure? yeah, and I'm pretty sure Varney might that. have used it in. Um, let me just have a quick look. So I don't remember Porto any Alegre. This. Yeah, he. Uh, oh no, no, he didn't. It was Aro who had Lantern. My bad. Yeah, um, yeah. So he came second with Lantern. Then you had Bill Bow. Yeah, I Rio think did. Varney came second with Lantern as well. No, he didn't use Lantern. No. Okay, no, so no, there was no, actually one, only no one. one. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, it was just one. No one really used yeah. Lantern. No, no, stop trying to discredit my argument. But Anacor, <laughs> my whole point is <laughs> no, no, no one was, was using Lantern like, success, was, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, for, for the most part, right? Of course, Aureo, yeah. definitely pretty solid run for sure, right? Yeah, we so haven't had anyone make cross-side work, yeah. right? In, in this yeah. like two number two spot yet. But my, my point stands, Lantern was a very spice, like a spice pick still, even after it got served. The meta wasn't primed for it. But then they nerfed Nidal Queen. Um... They, what else did they do? Buff they brought, Noctow. they buffed Noctow. Um, so Altaria uses dropped. Um, they nerfed Walrein, I think. Oh no, Walrein was already nerfed. I think. Yeah, it was already, was nerfed. already nerfed. Yeah, yeah. At that point. So that didn't really matter. Um, they did some other stuff. They might and have changed Reggie Steel down to sixty six percent, but I don't know if they did that before. Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, but I, I don't think that actually changes Lantern uses that much. But that might be part of it. Was it just Noctowl? It was something else, but I don't know. But Noctowl being super meta relevant, yeah, changed it, right? Now, here's the thing. You can say Clothair is not great in this current meta. I, I, I don't think that's a bad statement. I think, obviously, like it's not broken in this meta. In this next meta, 
And I'm saying you don't have to wait three months this time, right? Obviously, because Costa was released last, partially last season, <laughs> released early last season, same yeah. thing, right? It's instant meta. I'm not even kidding, right? I'm not even like coping on anything here, right? We, we'll talk about, we'll break it down after we cover the recap of Brisbane and Gdansk. But this is like Kotsar is super strong in this upcoming meta, starting in a, like a day or two, right? Depending on where you, when you're listening to this, right? It's season 13, right? The timeless season. It is going to be top of the top, right? Going to be one of the most staple meta Pokemon. And we'll talk about why. But again, not to say like what you're saying is unco- incorrect, Conky, but the thing is like you can have a really strong Pokemon like with all the right tools, but just not fit in a specific meta. Regiseal is a super strong Pokemon that has very little play in this entire season, right, of the championship circuit. Right, obviously, like early on, you have with Dodge winning it, but ever since then, no one's even running Seal anymore. And every time people run Registeel, they just get stomped in most situations. When was the last time we had a Registeel win a tournament? Never. The last tournament that anyone won with the Registeel <laughs> was with Dodge, which is the first tournament, right? If I'm not mistaken, no, they didn't win uh, with Brisbane, right? No one brought Registeel, right? Uh, no, the winner didn't. Yeah, well, and then the winner was your Yeah, yeah your coach, he didn't, right? But but, but you wouldn't say Registeel is bad. Still. Well, yeah, second place. But you would say Registeel is bad, and Registeel didn't get changed. It's just that in this specific meta, it doesn't have much of a place, right? Metacham wasn't really changed early on when during the Trevenant meta, but it w- there were some teams that didn't have Metacham, right? Um, they were just running double water, or whatever, because Metacham wasn't as relevant because there were Sableye, Trevenant everywhere, and Knockout was like you know kind of oppressive towards it too. And then they get rid of Trevenant. All of a sudden, Metacham is like number one usage instantly, right? Mm-hmm. It was still pretty high usage before, but not as high. And so what what I'm saying is you don't want to buff a Pokemon just because it's not good in this current meta because it has because it still may have crazy potential in future metas. Mm-hmm. And this is the future meta. I'm telling you, right? Now, I'll get a sneak peek of my thoughts. Wiggles have completely broken, right? Talonflame, super strong. No more psychic on Metacham. Deoxys defense might be more meta, which is not going to do that well against Crosshair. Will you bait him with a Thunderbolt or you land a Psycho Boost and you just get shield- out shielded and have to give up switch? You got Alone Sandslash going away because of Talonflame. Registeel is not going to make an appearance, which gets walled off by Crosshair. Carbink is still around, gets walled off. You beat Superior with Poison Sting and Sludge Bomb. You beat Azumarill, shields up. Poison Sting, Sludge Bomb, which is definitely going to make an appearance. You could beat Lantern if it's not Water Gun, and you still have play even if it is uh, Water Gun. I'm telling you, Kotsai is going to be disgusting in this current meta, and it's nothing to do with... They didn't change Kotsai, obviously, but they changed how the rest of the meta goes. Gligar is still going to be around, but it's not going to be around as much because Talonflame is going to be the better flyer, at least in the head-to-head matchup, and that will already cut down the percentage of... Glycard users significantly. You were never going to beat Mud Boys with it anyway. You probably weren't going to beat Frostlass, but Frostlass users going to go down now that you have, you know, more Zoomerill, Zoomerill doing more damage, and then Talonflame everywhere, like and Registeel too, potentially pick up usage. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, this, this comment couldn't have come in at more time. And I'm not like trying to roast conquer or anything. I'm just saying like this is this is a great example of how Pokemon that are really strong may not look strong in a meta until they're in the right meta. You know, something like a Cactor is never going to look good in any meta because it's just not good, right? <laughs> right. So, like, if someone's trying to buff Cactor, have at it, right? But if someone's trying to buff Lickitung in that Noctowl meta, that's a bad idea, right? Because Lickitung didn't have a lot of play because Noctowl's everywhere and Registeel's everywhere. And there was some Umbreon, too. But the moment Noctowl's out, Lickitung is, like, crazy strong. It was strong before, but it just wasn't as strong in the meta. And then now, 
you know, because Knockout's gone, you completely unleash Licky Tongue's power. You have nothing holding it back. No Registeel, no Knockout. Umbreon's here or there, but not 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 a big deal, right? Uh, anyway, let's, uh, that's it for the YouTube comments. We'll talk more about the meta update, too. That's a little sneak peek out my thoughts. But we got some tournaments to recap. So let's let's kick it off with Brisbane because that was the first tournament to happen anyway. And we got our eyewitness, first-person <laughs> hand experience here, Anacor, yeah. to recap the Brisbane experience. What was Brisbane like? So honestly, um, We're I both think wrong. in the you grand said you're scheme, going to get top four. I said you're going to get top yeah, three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it didn't pan out that well, bro. You know what? Yeah, as soon as I like went up those stairs, and I saw Jakobovic in front of me, uh, I was like, "You ain't supposed to be here." Yeah. Wait, why was it? you doing here? Wasn't supposed to be here. No, oh, this guy said he was retired. retired. Yeah, he said he was retired. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was like, "What are you doing here, bro?" Um. And then we all know what what happened afterwards, you know. So, um, yeah, I think yeah. in the grand scheme of uh, you know Australian events, um, it was well organized. Still had issues with the brackets right at the beginning, but I think it was like to the organizers' credit. I think what they were trying to do is they were trying to um, cut out as many players who didn't turn up. Um, so So there were a lower amount of buys, but then at the same time, still keep it above the threshold of, um, you know, the, the higher CP, um, sort of thing. Um, like, like, um, like a kicker. Yeah. 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 But I I think, I mean, what they could have done is because they took, they spent a lot of time doing this. Right. And for me, it seems like it makes sense that if someone hasn't checked in for the morning, then they're not there, yeah? And I know I know people are, like, saying, like, oh, yeah, but what if they arrive late and da-da-da? What is the point of check-in if you're going to... Especially, what is the point of check-in when you're emphasizing being, like, yeah, check-in shuts at 8.30? If I can just rock up at 9.30 and still check-in. So, like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not saying, like, I agree with this, per se, but I think the rationale I heard uh, is that if, if you show up at 9.30, you get, like, a game loss or a round one loss or whatever, but you can still play. Right, or if you check in late, you don't have your team to register, you register last minute, you can still play. It's just that you get like a game loss or whatever. Blah blah. blah. I, I'm not saying like I like that's like, yeah, you know, because yeah. because the counter argument is you just cut them and they have no chance to play. But yeah. I mean, if people flew all the way out there to do that and don't get a play, I, I don't know, it's like a weird situation. I mean, right? okay, but, so then in that case, at least at the very least, if you have a team submitted, yeah, and maybe maybe they already do this, right? I'm not sure. Well, no, but, but, but that's like the thing. Some, some, people, people some people forget to submit their teams on time. And so they submit it late, and then they get no, like a game lost. How do you submit it late? I'm sure they don't. They, they, surely don't, they don't I, accept that. I, I, I don't know. No, no, I, think, I think, I don't know. I, I haven't done it myself, but I think, and obviously judges or whoever can correct me if I'm mistaken, I think they can play if they submit it late to like a certain threshold, right? But they just get penalized for it, penalized. So I don't know. I, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. It's not my decision or anything, but I get, I get like, I can see like why. They're not as like, like, you know, like strict as deadline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, I'm looking at your yeah. thing too. Why do you have two lanterns registered for Bill Bell? Bruv, like that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, I was what, one what of was, the early 
victims <laughs> of RK9 not working very well. <laughs> I'm yeah, looking at your stats because uh, I was trying to pull up your Brisbane man. run, and I'm like, wait, you got double Lantern, double Registeel. Bro, Yo, you know what happened? Man's, yeah, man's was, on that okay. ABB grind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was uh, Sylph Season 1. Um, <laughs> but I'll admit, so basically I, um, I did check in my team right at the deadline, yeah? Um, however, it turns out that when I was checking it in, there was obviously some sort of error that duplicated my Registeel and Lenten. And you know when I found out, right? I was the first stream game that morning, yeah? I sat down at the table at the stream and all I'm saying is uh, like my opponent's just like, he's giving me my team slip. He's like, hey, there's two Registeel, two Lantern. I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait, I'm like, didn't even know you down. picked up your team sheet? I don't know. I had no clue. Yeah. Oh, why would I think this? You know. And I sat down, and then, and then, like, apparently on the casting desk, they're like, "Oh, it turns out it's not a mistake." And yeah, she did register. So I was like, "Bro, come on." So, and they didn't even give me the option. That's the worst part. They didn't give me the option of being like, "Well, you can take a game loss and go with the correct." <laughs> what? You just had to run with like. I had to run with four Pokemon the entire time, <laughs> bro. I was so. Game to- you won the first game on stream. Yeah, but that was uh, I was so annoyed at that fact. I was just like, "Bruv, you four Pokemon? Oh, oh, yeah. I what what four what three Pokemon is my opponent going to bring?" <laughs> Not hard to guess. You, yeah, know you never mean? know the order. The order you could know? change. <laughs> Yo, I'm glad you didn't lose to the camera up team though. Afterward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was... I mean, I'm pretty. The worst part is, is that the two Pokemon that I didn't have was I think Shadow Rule, Shadow War Rain and Shadow Venus, something like that. So I think Yeah, I mean grass is so free into your team. Well fairly, I don't know. You you face you face like two jump the two losses you had were the grass were both jump love, which Registeel should have plenty of play into and Lantern's not too bad. Yeah. I messed up my the the game I got knocked out. I messed up the game three where I like I swapped in. You brought the wrong I lantern. Did you bring the other lantern? Nah, nah. <laughs> I I swapped in the wrong Pokemon. I can't remember what it was, but <laughs> he swapped them yeah, over. Anyway. You only have th- you only have four to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Look, yeah, so, even when the options are limited, <laughs> mistakes can happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, but yeah, so Brisbane. So Brisbane yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, you know, the organization was good. Uh, they did actually do two days, <laughs> so yeah, uh, maybe it's, it's a good like, thing I didn't make day two because yeah i had a no had come on now you you know you want yeah, to yeah, make day two yeah. yeah. um but um it was it was great in terms of the um so there was a lot of players who i expected to turn up that didn't turn up um mm-hmm. and honestly i think the top cut was relatively um reflective of like the the best players who were there right there was a lot yeah. of like you know previous minus yourself players. of course right minus myself unfortunately yeah <laughs> um yeah i yeah i don't even want to chat about my own game one my my game against vish was like well your game good, one but... oh because you had a buy round one i see oh one. no 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 as in like my first actual game because uh, i lost to fishy legs but yeah but but the, yeah i see i'm looking at your match one is against brit but was that like a buy oh that was just a buy yeah, yeah, yeah. oh okay okay uh, yeah, okay it didn't turn up um but uh oh, so you lost right off of fishy legs what wait what happened yeah. you got you gotta give us the detail man there's no stream to cover this uh, yeah, break uh, it down. So, are you in okay. the two dots video I, I saw i saw a picture huh? of you in the background in one of her is pictures. It? Oh. <laughs> yeah yeah you look yeah, you look nervous so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? okay so this was the issue right so when we were doing practice yeah i was fully yeah. on point 
Um, yeah, you're playing pretty well. What I tell tell the audience how it went. Tell the audience how it went. Look, I mean, I had a bad team, uh, but he played oh, well too. Oh, really, Rob? Well. You were running yeah. elite team as well, and also, and also <laughs> Look, your I didn't team. Say that was a good team. I'm just right. not my team. <laughs> I made a different team right after that, yeah. but you didn't get a so, run against okay, that. Right. Yeah, um, but yeah, basically, I, I felt like really on point during practice, and okay. um, one thing that uh, I felt last event I was at, and then uh, to a degree, this event as well is. Um, the sort of mentality and psychology, right? Um, and the big thing I learned from this weekend as well, because I was having a chat with Vish about it, and and then I also watched the finals of Gdansk. And I was watching the finals, and or I was watching like the day two, right? And I was looking at the plays a lot of these players were making, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, would I be able to make those plays in their shoes, right? And a lot of the time, the answer was no. And it wasn't because I wasn't capable of making those plays, but it was more because I was like, would I have like the guts to make that play in that situation, right? Yeah. And it was no. And and then you, that's you when I realized safe. I was like, that is the exact I played too safe. And and some I noticed some that in our scrims not, too, actually. Is it? I, maybe I should have yeah. said because I remember one of the games I shouldn't have won. You just go for the yeah. move, but you went for the bait. I think I like yeah, no shield yeah. of the aerials from your guard. It was the, yeah, because, well, I mean, with right? that, to be honest, with that one, I assumed the aerial ace would have done enough. So I was like, <laughs> double aerial ace. Face, be a problem, you know? you but it was, it was like that much HP. I was like, well, surely it does enough. But yeah, apparently not. Um, so yeah, that, that I realized like was a mistake, yeah. but I, I just assumed it would have done enough. Um, but yeah, it was like um, this, uh, and I like lost count on the copy. I'm thinking it. But um, I think in terms of the playing safe, it was like, um playing safe but also playing maybe a bit too i don't want to say like uh, a bit too reactive let's say so um you're playing defensively would, right exactly yeah you're not but playing. so i'm yeah i'm not i'm too afraid to so okay so game one right um i lead superior into lantern and i lose that game right <laughs> so how do i lose the game <laughs> he he safe swaps for us last yeah and I counter swap Lickitung. Now here's the issue: is I counter swap Lickitung. Down shields. I have to go down shields. Whereas I could have very easily thrown a frenzy plant, yeah, not taken any damage, take a shield from him, come in with Lickitung, and I'm still comfortable because I'm going to use the same amount of shields regardless. But now he's down one shield as well. What right? was his third Pokemon? It was Gligar. His third Pokemon was Gligar, and then that well, was what? another mistake I made. Huh? Yeah. So you another mistake I made was I, well, the thing is I swapped in the Lickitung, right? Now, usually at this point, I'm thinking, what's his third Pokemon? But I wasn't thinking it until way too late into the Lickitung Frostless matchup where I decided to take shield advantage instead of switch advantage. Um, and then it was very difficult for me because Superior could do well against Glagol with a shield advantage, but I didn't have an energy. Advantage. Oh, you so gave up switch against the process? I gave up switch. I gave up switch. Oh. Yeah. So uh, mentally, what was your third Pokemon? My third Pokemon was Swampert. So I literally had perfect alignment against him. Um, yeah, what, but if if it's Swampert, you you know what you could do is you you know Superior just beats Frostas if you're up one Vine Whip, right? You just go straight Frenzy Plant. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But as in, yeah. like, uh, I mean, I wasn't thinking that far ahead in it because the Frostlass was the, so the swap in, the safe swap. No, no, so, no, no, I know, like, I know. But yeah, yeah, you yeah. just need alignment. You don't need you don't need the superior on the lantern. You just need alignment, and then you win. 
Yeah, yeah. This is this is true, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I and the thing is, I was like, so I don't mean like micro analyze yeah. your place. Yeah, when yeah, you're ready, yeah. When I mean, you're ready realistically, mad about the place. <laughs> yeah, realistically, I like I could have very easily just thrown one move and made the Lickitung matchup yeah, a bit that more comfortable. Been... Where so like that was objectively the better play, and then anything behind that, like the superior would have still been healthy and could have dealt with you know anything yeah. that they would have had in the back anyway. So um, okay. game one. Yeah, game one. And then game two, uh, I actually um, was technically a, hard counter. He too. So yeah, he didn't bring the Clefable. I thought the wow. Clefable was going to be bad, um, but he didn't bring it at all. Um, but game two, I had like really bad alignment. And one mistake I made in game two, which the thing is, I had bad alignment anyway, but it could have been turned around. I went for an insta swap, yeah, expecting him to bring in his, you know, hard counter Pokemon that he had in the lead, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I remember this from a couple weeks ago where I did this insta swap in like a GBL match and they didn't even bring in that Pokemon. They bring in <laughs> yeah, a different Pokemon. Third, and yeah. I was like, I could have just won if I didn't insta swap. And <laughs> yeah. as soon as I was pressing that swap button, I was like, should I, should I just not insta swap because of that experience there? But I insta swapped anyway. And that insta swap <laughs> lost me the opportunity of like, you know, winning the uh... game in it. So. Um, but these things they come down to like um being a bit more being a bit calmer i'd say one because you know again i'm trying to like in in a calmer state of mind i can make these sorts of analysis in like good time and make correct moves so being a bit calmer and just generally i think working on my psychology towards the game so um honestly i think i learned despite um the despite the bad result I think I learned a lot this weekend Um, and I'm really excited for this upcoming season because the Melbourne regional tournament is in February. So it's quite a long time, but we also have the Asia Pacific championships in the meantime, where I get to face up against every single person that has knocked me out of an Australian regional. (laughs) So (laughs) they're all going to (laughs) know, but it's really exciting because, you know, it means I get to consistently keep up uh, practice um get to practice against these people as well um and generally work on those um those uh parts that i think i'm lacking at so um, i think it was super insightful i'm actually uh as annoyed as i am with the the result um i'm really happy about what i took from it um dude the medicine will be so different by then too because it will be like towards the end of next season and people are going to flush out a lot of strategies i'm telling you but i think also we're um because we're doing the asia pacific championships i think we have a bit of an advantage over a lot of people where we're playing this meta every single week and we also get to change teams every Mm -hmm. week as well um and also we're doing a system where we're changing teams every two matches instead of every one match. So mm. it means you have less scope for like making a hard counter team because you have to make a team that's going to cover two people, right? Yeah. So it's going to encourage you to make a bit more of a balanced team. But I think also it means that you get a lot of experience with the meta if you're playing, you know, the, this meta competitively every single week. Um, and you potentially maybe also get to um, discover some Pokemon which were maybe not as explored. Um, which is also uh, when we get onto good angst, I think um, a good thing to mention there. Um, but looking at Brisbane, you know the top eight we had Mikey Morgs, Fishy Legs, Mister Lay, who is some Italian guy living in Australia, so kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, gone one thousand and one, who I mentioned I last uh, episode. Yeah. 
um, Valiant Vish, Rick Flerion, Stumpy, and Jakobovic. So Jakobovic retired. Jakobovic. Retired? Okay, not retired. <laughs> uh, not retired anymore, you know? So he joins the um, exclusive group of players who have won a regional and an international. And currently that number is at four and it could have been at five. I was honestly, I was kind of hoping Tonton would win. So it would be at five and be like, look, we've had three additions to that club in the last two weeks, you know? Yeah. Um, it's not easy. But yeah, Jakobovic, um, OCIC champion, of course, and now Brisbane champion. And honestly, his run in uh, day two was quite something because... Um, he started. Wait, you lost to Valiant Vish again before we get too far. You lost to Valiant Vish as well, right? Yeah. What happened yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. So my my he match against Vish, uh, he had he had charger bug. <laughs> oh, uh, I told you charger bug. Yeah. Right? Didn't I say that last week? I said I said, <laughs> yo, wait till you face a charger bug, right? Yeah. <laughs> was the charger yeah, bug actually was... a problem? Yeah, but you know what? You need... Again, there was there was uh, two situations. So game one, right? Yeah. Um, it was charger bug lead against my Lickitung, right? And in that situation, in a normal match, I'd be thinking, well, you know what? I'm happy to get rid of the charger bug here. And then I'll just deal with whatever they have in the back and the back. Because, again, it's not going to be, you know, as bad as having the charger bug. Yeah, Uh, your Lickitung's not that good into his team either. It was yeah, oh, it yeah, was it wasn't it wasn't my Lickitung, sorry, it was a uh, Frostlass. Yeah, it was my oh, Frostlass. Okay. No, Frost yeah. Different story. Yeah, um, Frost yeah. Good. And the thing is, I knew I was going to lose that matchup, but I was like, uh, it, my first thought was like, okay, well, you can just get rid of the Charger Bug here, or we just get a super low and then just get rid of it with the Lickitung yeah. if my Frostlass goes down. Um, but I didn't commit to that strategy because again, I was like being too defensive and too safe. Where yeah, in my mind, I'm back, like, right? huh. He had no, he had um Arctabax and Licky in the back, and I had Medicham, so my Medicham would have swept his back line. Um, wait, yeah, how did you lose that? Because (laughs) I I gave up the Frostlass into thingy alignment, I went into Lickitung as a safe swap, I drew out his Arctabax, but that didn't really help me that much. Um, so basically, if like I had to stay in in that matchup. And that would have been something that I would have done in a normal situation, but I was just too afraid to do it in this situation. Mm. You know? So, um, and then I think game two, um, I can't remember what game two was. I think it was a similar sort of lead, but um, yeah, I can't, well, I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, those uh, were good tough, games. Were good games. Yeah. I've been in those situations where you're like, well, if they have this in the back, I'm just screwed if I just sacrifice mm. my only counter to it, right? Mm-hmm. And but like, but then like, if you just played it straight, you would have won. But like, there's no way yeah. you know, right? You I don't know if it's like, those goals, yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's like overthinking or like, like what? Because like, that's no, a tough you know situation, what? right? Like, you have to make I think a the huge thing is, though, is that like on their team. But I think you you have to at least commit to a certain strategy, right? And I think generally the strategies that you're committing to under in a less pressurized situation are probably a bit more thought out, a bit more well thought out. Um, whereas the strategies I'm the that opposite actually. Do you think so? Yeah, that, I think that's why okay. I actually perform much better in person than online tournaments and stuff. But okay. I think, I mean, my apologies to you. Maybe my screams weren't the best for you because when I'm just screaming, <laughs> I'm just like, eh, whatever. I, I literally had a YouTube <laughs> video on the top right corner going on at the same <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, if I took a screenshot, you yeah, would have yeah. seen. But um, <laughs> but in tournaments, I'll look at their team sheet and I'll say, mm. if if this isn't a lead, I do this, this, and this, and then if this is their what they say swap i do this this and this right so i have like a plan a 
and a plan B and like and I can react on a dime like every single yeah. time, right? Uh doesn't mean I always play perfectly, but that's usually my mindset going in. But I think like at home I'm just scrimming at just like I'm just like testing out different stuff and limit testing right, yeah, yeah. here or there. But But you know what? I think this is um an important and I was thinking this like earlier on in the year anyway, but the psychological side of competitive play in my opinion is just super super important it? you know because yeah. um you know you might see certain players who just haven't had success in you know they've had success on like gbl and stuff like that but not success in um in-person tournaments and it's like that's when the psychological part actually comes into play um or online tournaments like is, like they used to be high in the silf rankings but they just can't yeah. transfer over in exactly in yeah, yeah. the uh championship series Mm-hmm. so um yeah i think i think that's a really good thing to uh to analyze yeah and, uh, yeah i'm i'm uh yeah i'm uh i'm hoping um yeah well you know how you said it was like fight or flight right i think in the right yeah. mindset if you want to win it's fight or fight like you can't you can't yeah. run you can't have like that flight mindset like you have to, it's not saying like you can't ever play reactionary defensively but you should always have the ball in your court, right? Even if you don't have switch advantage, yeah. you're aggressively swapping over. You're making the two shield plays or you're like, you know, you're making the risky calls, right? And like your exactly, opponent has yeah. to be the one to react to it. I think that's like yeah. the, like, like sometimes like even if like I'm like, I, I'm ahead, right? I know I'm like, oh, they're going to do a catch, right? I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? You can catch if you want to, right? If you want to trade, go for the catch, go for it. Like, I have a plan even if you catch it, right? Like, just because yeah. you catch it doesn't mean you win, right? If you're in a situation where, like, I think this happened in one of my games where I won in Fresno. Like, I made a crazy catch, but I didn't like the fact that, uh, and, I, and I won because of it, but I didn't like the fact that I need to make the catch. Like, I should have right. been able to play that much better so that I didn't even need to be in that position where I, I have to make for go for this desperate play, right? Okay. Of course, when you go for the catches, that's fine. But, like, I think, like, with Dodge is a really good example of this from Worlds. Like, he would just be winning games and he wasn't doing anything fancy. He just like, he just played a clean game throughout that. Like no matter what the opponent did, they couldn't wiggle their way out of the matchup. Right. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's like yeah. a good mindset, but okay. So Jakovic, he won Brisbane obviously. And he had, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and I think one thing, uh, over the course of the weekend in general, so Brisbane and also Gdansk is, um, dragon types, dragon types were, uh, were pretty significant, you know? Um, so you've obviously got uh, Valiant Vish with the Arctobacks mm-hmm. um, and Rick Flareon and Jakobovic both with the Shadow Dragonair. Yeah. So um, Dragon types are really significant. And I think, um, you know, generally Steel types have uh, fallen out of the... Way- uh, but okay, look, sig- Steel types have just sort of fallen out of the way, said because obviously Alolan Sandslash is a Steel type, but it doesn't really function the same way as a Steel type. Like, you can beat it with these Dragon types in, like, two shield scenarios. Do you know what I mean? Right, so right, right. It's not exactly the, you know, the the Dragon countering Steel type that something like a Reggie Steel is. Yeah. Um, and then in addition as well, um, nobody's been f- playing Fairy types either, so... Uh, Stumpy had the car bank though. He did have the car bank, and you know what? Um, I don't know how much he bought it. I imagine quite a lot, but um, yeah. it definitely gave him an advantage because honestly, what was really stopping the car bank in a lot of these um, uh, top eight teams? Like obviously the Reggie Steel um, on. Dude, like, Carping looked really like strong that. into Yakovich team. I'm. Cr- it's crazy yeah. how he three would and then three one Stumpy in the grand finals. Like, how do you pull I that think, off? I um, think Superior have, have... is also just really not free, but like. 
if you safe swap it, he hasn't. Oh, really into Stumpy like team, yeah. Answer, right? You just, you, yeah, yeah, that's kind of wild. Yeah, that's a yeah, big. So it, how do you run a Carbank team without a superior answer? That's kind of wild. Yeah, I, I uh, guess you know people would assume that Registeel is a superior superior answer, right? But yeah, it's, but it's like it's not. It's like uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, just Registeel is hard to bring, but yeah, yeah, because because mm-hmm. on your coverage team you got Dragonair, Metacham, Cantle Ninetales, and Umbreon all mm-hmm. weak to Carbink. And if you're running Spark Lantern, that's not the best matchup. So you end up only having one reliable check to Carbink, which is superior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is crazy. So, but, I mean, the thing is, I think Stumpy... But the Lantern's also, like, there's no grass, too. The Lantern's so strong yeah. against Stumpy's team, too. I mean, I'm not, I'm not hating on Stumpy because, obviously, he made it to the Grand Finals, but that's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, Stumpy didn't beat Jakobovich, my bad. Um, but, yeah, yeah. No, no, was, he didn't. Uh, yeah. Oh, and Jakobovich yeah. had Spark. So, Spark Lantern even yeah. even worse against the Carbink. After your run, how many how many championship points did you get? Did you get any? Uh, I think eighty. So that's not eighty. That's that's yeah. actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. not bad at all. But, I mean, I think um, yeah, championship points wise, I don't know. I'm I'm not really like focusing on that too much, right? Because why you you um, think you're I going think, to qualify for worlds regardless? You're like I got. Uh, no, but I think I just have like <laughs> a really good opportunity to gain championship points because I'll be entering Melbourne. I'll be entering mm-hmm. EYC. Um, I'll okay. probably go to at least one other European regional, possibly two, and then there'll and be you locals have locals in Europe so, now. Yeah, so I, I think like in terms of championship points, like you know, I have the opportunity of gaining a lot of them next year. So, um, and also generally, like I think, uh, you know, I want to focus on the the product and not the results, right? Um, right, right, right. So you know, if I if I like focus on improving that, then championship points will come. Okay. Um, yeah. And if I don't get the championship points, then I don't deserve it. You know. Um, yeah, you can't tell thinking, people your your basic team too that you end up running this this oh, yeah, yeah. sauce that you did not want me to reveal <laughs> last week, right? <laughs> yeah. So what was it? It was like Swampert, Frostlass, Mandibuzz, Lickitung, Medicham, and Superior. Superior. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you ran the spicy Mandibuzz <laughs> over the Gly, Gligar, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not in wild, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't need to be you know, said. Yeah. Dynamic punch <laughs> Medicham at least, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ahead of the curve. I was like, why are you trying to keep this tech hidden? <laughs> <laughs> just you know, just uh, need to you know. Look, artifacts um, is the real deal, though. I was yeah. I was not a believer, yeah. but this weekend said otherwise. Right. Not only Brisbane, but also Gadanks too. Mm-hmm. That team yeah. was pretty nutty on the side Bro. of Tonton. Tonton, Dude, Tonton I give props to him too. He always yeah. tries to do something weird. Like yeah. he's always trying, like he's always trying to think outside the box. He's not like mm-hmm. he never goes like pure meta, right? Like there's some players you know they're going straight meta, right? And that's the only yeah. way they can succeed. Whereas people like Tonton, inadequate as well, like Z's wise, like I think mm-hmm. honestly. Just North Americans don't have that much creativity, but like, like a lot of these Europeans are really thinking outside the box and they're finding success yeah. with it. Um, and yeah, I, do you know I, what? I think one yeah. thing I've been thinking after this weekend as well is that, um, and not not saying you know like everyone needs to do it, but I think I think there's a lot of merit into bringing uh, a Pokemon that's unfamiliar but still good. Yeah, so you obviously have to have tried it out yourself and can identify that. I don't know if Seeking was one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Seeking was one of those. But things like, for example, the Shadow Steelix, um, the Arctobax, you know, even Clefable to a certain extent. Um, it's like bringing these Pokemon um, 
obviously you have to be confident that they're actually going to fulfill the role that you want them to fill. Um, but also your opponent is less likely to know those matchups to the extent that you know the matchup. So for example, like with Arctobax, right? So, you know, we were discussing the other day, um, Arctobax has like a Lickitung breakpoint, a bulk point. It has a, a, I think a bulk point on Sableyes and stuff as well. And it's like, unless someone is specifically looking into the Arctobax ma matchup, if they just sim it on PV poke, they're not going to get these, um, you know, these specific details, right? And then all of a sudden you're in a Lickitung Arctobax match and you're not winning the two shield and instead you're getting like, you know, farmed down and the Arctobax losing, uh, leaving with a lot of energy. Or like Steelix, honestly, I could not tell you most of Steelix matchups after one or two breaking swipes, right? <laughs> but if you're using the Steelix, you're obviously going to know those a bit more effectively and where you're not shielding the first breaking swipe because you're thinking, well, I've got Swampert, Swampert's a Steelix mm -hmm. counter right. and all of a sudden you've lost switch, you know? So I think there's definitely merit into bringing these sorts of Pokemon. But obviously, again, they have to have proven that they fulfill the role. Yeah, You, you can't just bring a... I'm not going to say Sea King because, I mean, he used it at least, you know, but, you know, you, you can't just bring like a flipping Probo Pass and you know, <laughs> be like, but maybe if Probo Pass fills the role, right? If it actually fills the role, maybe, who knows, right? I, but you can't yeah. just throw any Pokemon in there and, you know, be like, oh, well, it's spicy. Nobody's going to know the matchup because it'll probably do you more right. negative. What I loved about Tauntaun's response was also he he had a reason for bringing Sea King, right? He's like, I could have mm -hmm. brought Dugong, but I was already weak to counter on my team he had what guzzlord and the arctobax right so uh no just arctobax but umbreon sorry sorry, sorry just arctobax um yeah i thought why did i think he had a guzzlord? it was mainly the umbreon to be honest uh mainly sorry the uh the arctobax really because everything yeah, yeah. else is like anti-medi with like yeah, the yeah, fable yeah. glygar dd maybe he had guzzlord at a previous tournament i don't know um, someone else was using guzzlord that day yeah he had guzzlord at barcelona too but uh, maybe, yeah. uh Anyway, so yeah, but um, oh, it's actually it's actually not Dracovis yet, but yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, he's willing to take the risk, right? Which is, I think, uh, mm -hmm. a huge, a huge part of it too. And when you're really good and you're willing to take the risk and learn the matchups, I think it's really go a long way. But yeah, yeah. Uh, let's not even talk, keep talking about Tauntaun, Padomon, dude. That yeah. guy is consistent. Bro. Two, two, and one. Yeah. For regional performances, like yeah. you don't miss on the grand finals when you're Honestly. out of mind. And, and like worlds as well. Too. Did wait, did he? Uh, I know he didn't. He made top cut. Worlds, he, he, he made top he cut at worlds, top but top? yeah, he, he, I think he lost yeah, to, um, he got 17th at worlds, which is still pretty okay. good, but yeah, 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 he made the top cut. Yeah, but, incredible record to be honest and, and like yeah. honestly i don't think it was surprising he was on such insane form last season um just in general right so towards mm -hmm. worlds he was and like you know winning gbla he was topping gbl quite consistently Got so first place. um yeah really so it, you know it's, it's not really surprising but um it is definitely nice to uh to see him finally get a win um but also bruv that day two was so sick man it was so sick are you like, talking about like gameplay or like the bracket? Or yeah, what, just gameplay-wise, all the matches. Were, there were so many matches where I was sitting there. I was like, he's lost this, yeah? To like, it, uh, you know, not any player in particular, but I'm just like, you know, they've lost this, yeah? 
And then they go turn it around. I'm like, that is an insane win condition. Dude, you know what I mean? Glad you know, Arctus like... Aurelius was there because I'm just I just list for his reactions. <laughs> <laughs> Man, right. he went he like, went through a uh, yo he wears a roller his heart coaster on of his sleeve, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on your sleeve too. You can see it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was really uh, going through it. Um, but yeah, it was it was really great to watch um, and. You know, just looking at the diversity of picks as well. So, okay, first of all, like we were saying with um, Brisbane, Mm -hmm. uh, Dragon types, and I'm going to put Steelix in the Dragon type category just because, uh, I mean, okay, maybe it's not really in the Dragon type category because it's not exactly like it's, you know, breaking up like Lantern, Superior, that sort of stuff. But it just seems with like all the breaking swipes that it's just beating these mons anyway. So, uh, uh okay i won't put it in that category but steelix was looking wild um um Arctobax, like i said looking wild but alolan ninetales i think that was obviously pataman's a, a sick player anyway right but i think that was one of his key um picks for this tournament Based on the fact that, like, I think if you look at a lot of teams from previous tournaments, everyone has been weak to, you know, Charm or, like, Alola Ninetales yeah. specifically. I um, think a lot of the top tier players just didn't build it themselves, but in the hands of yeah. someone as talented as Potamon, exactly. he, like, fully yeah. exposed the weaknesses of the lack of poison and steel on people's teams. Right. And, and dude, you know what? Also, when had you look two at two shield strats down, <laughs> to, oh. like you just see it coming, and like, dude, like don't, like, like they just gave up switch, they lost, right? Like, yeah, because he, was going he, he also hasn't like he hasn't he hasn't got like a one thing I noticed. He, you know, he didn't have like a a hard check to Gligar, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, Gligar was relatively safe, safe to bring just in general, but. Despite that, he had neutral play against most things. Mm-hmm. And again, in the in the hands of a talented battler, it's like, you know, if you take out the A9, yeah, he has neutral yeah. play into most things. And if he's on the back foot, then he's got that A9 in reserve. And it's like, well... <laughs> to save the shield. You know yeah, I mean? yeah you, you did your best in the first part yeah. of the matchup, but... But know, it's, it's tough to... because I'm looking at these matchups. I'm like, it doesn't matter if you save your shields or not. He's saving his shields, right? You can't get him <laughs> to spend his shields. Like, it doesn't matter if you have two shields or you use it early because you know it's an A9 in the back that's not going to get a lot of charge attacks off. Like, there's just, like, how do you beat it when you know that that's his strategy, right? I'm looking at him right. like, wait, like, there's there's just no win con, right? Like, halfway through yeah. the match, you already know he's won, right? Which is, uh, yeah, pretty incredible. But big uh big congrats to him and definitely you know he, he'd been working for it for a while and uh mm-hmm. glad to see that yeah. it paid off but um, yeah and um some other names that have like i think the european circuit is going to be really interesting this season so you know a mind joke obviously last season um you know consistently topping and this season he didn't quite find his foot until this event um so i think the rest of the season may look quite good for him you've got other big names who have you know, again, in recent events, haven't really performed. So Stone Collection's one of them. Uh-huh. Um, nickname, I think, you know, I don't have it like two hand, but I feel like, you know, the last time Nickname performed well was also in, um, let me actually have a look. It was also in um, like Poland, in Warsaw. Uh, yeah. uh, he did, no, no, actually, he did decently at like Malmo, Bochum and stuff like that, but um, he never quite top cut. 
So, um, you know, getting his, and it looks like actually it's his first top cut, aside from Bremen when he he won. When he won, Um, yeah. So his first top cut over the last season, um, you know, also like a very strong player. Um, How many people were even at Bremen? uh, It was like the first ever Bremen. So probably like, I don't know. I forgot to put the thingy up in it. but Yeah. I don't know. Um, I imagine maybe like around 60 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for the first season but um yeah Arceus Aurelius same thing um Paula I mean Paula's been you know uh, actually she's I think she's also um found the last two events kind of difficult right um yeah let's see she made a couple misplaced uh, or the last event no, Barcelona too, 25th but... yeah yeah but yeah. um yeah good to see her back on form again um, so yeah, I think uh, I think the the European circuit is going to look really interesting. There's a lot of really strong players there in general, um, and this weekend was super stacked. And yeah, I don't know, day two was was just something else. Yeah. You know? hmm. Stone collection Last with end. double counter. I'm... Well, stone collection always has some different strategies. Yeah. 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 But uh, this. Yeah. Uh, all eyes gonna be on EU once. Um, what is it? Sukar, right? One week yeah, after the meta yeah, update. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gonna be That's gonna be super, to super interesting. Up. So, um, I guess, yeah. So it will be on the ninth. So literally just a week. I'll have. Um, so one thing that's interesting. Uh, more shameless plugs. Um, we'll have because we'll be starting the Asian Pacific Championships on Monday. Um, so next week we should have early usage statistics from all five different regions. Right. Um, and it will be roughly overall like 300 teams worth of, um, usage. So it'll be quite interesting to look at because I imagine that will probably be the first like snapshot of the meta before any actual events start. So, Hey man, um, snapshot meta is my weekend. This, this weekend, my local challenge. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, you're going to make the meta. meta. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of meta, let's, let's transition to the upcoming meta. Cause we had a big update drop or like mm-hmm. news on the update. And, uh, yeah, we'll get straight into GBL stuff. Obviously there's a few things. It's timeless travels. It's the, this season, uh, for go, not for just Go Battle League, but for Pokemon Go seasons. It's technically in Niantic's book season 13, but in actuality, it's season 17 of GBL. So call how it is, but in Niantic... Why, why is there a thing? 13, is it because of the, like, the off They changed, like, their reordering of the seasons. Yeah, I think, like, grouped oh, right. some old GBL right. seasons. But, so, but this is technically the 13th GBL season. Right. It's just... But it... Based on their season. Oh, it's season it's because it's it's got to be because of those seasons where there was no Elo, right? Was it? No, not just that. I mean, that was no, only no, one no, season. Okay. They just like they, I don't know. I I, I... anyway, it's season yeah, thirteen well, based on all all Niantic publications, I guess. Right. Cool. Um. That being said, a bunch of different updates for sure. Um. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about the obviously this goes live on December first. We'll talk about the uh, updates in terms of the movesets. So we got Mud Slap, energy generation increase, probably by one, maybe two, if we're lucky. Fire Spin increases by one damage. Incinerate by five damage. Best fast attack in the game right now in terms of efficiency for energy and damage. Blaze Kick goes from 55 damage to 60. Five damage increase. Breaking Swipe, chance to lower opposing Pokemon's attack is no longer guaranteed. It's not 100%. 
my guess is it'll probably be around like two thirds, like Zap Cannon or fifty percent, like Octazuka. Like Cannon as well, yeah. Yeah, or fifty percent. If it's anything lower than fifty yeah. percent, that's a big nerf to Breaking Swipe. Yeah, everybody yeah, doesn't yeah. do that much damage. Yeah, probably just to curb the Celix because that's really the only thing that was like super yeah. annoying to play into. Iron Tail goes up for uh, one damage and also energy generation increases. My guess is that's probably one energy per Iron Tail, maybe two. Two seems to like a lot because they're already increasing the the power on it, so probably damage yeah. generation. I mean, doesn't one energy make it a ice uh, ice shard clone? Maybe. Oh no, Iron Tail is still not that great. Oh no, it's actually energy gain six. Okay, that's yeah. terrible. Um, yeah, it's pretty bad. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be relevant. Yeah. Seal Wing yeah. energy generation increases again, probably by one, maybe two. Astonish yeah. goes up four damage for the fast attack. Don't That's worry cool. about that it. That makes not... it a nice shard clone. Yeah. It's not good though. It's still bad. <laughs> no, but you know what? It's, to, it's nice it for moves. certain ones, huh? For okay, attack, when I say certain ones, I'm literally just thinking. You think about like Driplin, Amoongus, and uh, <laughs> Amoongus is terrible though. Expelled? Look, yeah. look at look no, at the so much bulk, bro. But it's it's like, it's a way worse Venusaur. You have nothing to hit it with, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, when we do the Explow yeah. Challenge, you're gonna love the Astonish, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. Shinotic gets. Don't even tell me. Don't even try. <laughs> you bring it to a tournament that you're Butters 2.0. <laughs> Yeah, three old butters here. We got bubble going up in damage by one. It's I really like a, that. Yeah, this is an yeah, old, bubble, the old right? bubble, right? Yeah, yeah old bubble. So I, I think uh, Zoomer will deserve that for a while, to be honest. Because it's yeah. not like his. Do you know what I mean? It's not like he's dominating any particular meta. I, it's just yeah. making a bit. You know. I like Pokemon like Azumarill and Medicham. And yeah, you can say, mm -hmm. oh, Medicham's stale and tough. But the thing is, they're, they're bulky Pokemon that don't hit very hard, which mm -hmm. allows you to have so many neutral matchups and more play. Hard-hitting Pokemon that are glassy or super bulky Pokemon that, like, also do damage are, like, too broken, right? But, like, yeah. stuff like Azumarill and Metacham, Lickitung like, to a degree, too, right? They're, like, slow grinds, but they also don't hard counter stuff. Like, Lickitung's like, not really a Frostless counter when you have to spend a shield just to win that matchup, right? Yeah. So, like, it, yeah. It, you know, it's, it's just, like, like the, the things it beats, it still doesn't even beat that hard, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Which I think Azumarill is much healthier for the meta. Um, Scald mm -hmm. is... Going extra five damage, and then oh, also greater chance big. to lower the opposing Pokemon's attack. By How mad damage. is it? Yeah, that Scold is better than Oblivion Wing. <laughs> That's pretty wild. I didn't even know that. Ridiculous. In terms of well, it's the same. Energy. It's the same damage and energy, but it has the debuff. Debuff. Chance. Yeah. That's Insane. pretty wild. Well, the yeah. debuff chance. I don't know if it's been released yet. It's now thirty. But I saw P Poke it's, it's, because no P Poke says forty, but I don't know where P Poke got the info from. So maybe it's like you know don't. I don't think take it's probably it. speculative because um I think okay. in the actual games I believe Scald is a fifty fifty. Fifty chance. is wild, especially on something like a Whisk Cash. Holy crap! That's yeah. Wait, anyway, let's see. We'll so, talk um, more about that. In the actual games, Scald is oh no, it's thirty percent. Yeah, we can't go by actual game too, because if they could just, even yeah. if it's the actual game, we're changing the percentage. So like, it's not That's like true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not stuck. Yeah, they're not yeah, like restricted by those parameters. Peepok yeah. says forty percent on yeah. the website. It seems know. like a bit of a weird change, though. Like, I, do you know what I mean? To do both, like to do damage and then also increase the likelihood of the yeah. debuff. Is, Double whammy. I don't know. I don't know. Could be good. Psychic gets another nerf again from eighty-five to seventy-five. What was it before ninety-five? It went from 95 to 85? Um, I think it was 90. 90? Oh, it went by yeah, down I think like it was five? only a 5 damage only before. Five. Yeah. Oh, so this is a big nerf, yeah. yeah. It was big, bigger, yeah. 
Yeah, so sidekicks just getting even worse. Um, and we'll talk more about why that's relevant. Bunch of charge attacks. We're not going to talk about all of them. Some of them are just complete garbage. But big one, Wigglytuff gets Icy Wind. Polygrass mm-hmm. gets Icy Wind. Abama yeah. Snow, Avalug, and Hisuian Avalug. Fridgebax and Arctobax all get Icy Wind. Yo, Arctobax yeah. looking kind of good these days, and I still don't have a Fridgebax. So I'm going yeah, to need to start getting yeah. some. I will say Icy Wind is the same exact energy as Avalanche, but it hits way less hard. So it's kind of a yeah, trade-off. I don't know if... I, I feel like Avalanche kind of suits Arctobax at the moment anyway, because I don't know if you're really... I don't know if the Icy Wind is like particularly going to change any of... Uh, maybe it will change some matchups, right? But mm-hmm. I don't know. Shield's I just feel like the, the value of being able to Avalanche something after reverse farming something is quite good. The uh, um, Or Glygar, I think it's helpful. Shields up. Because that Glygar yeah. Arctobax matchup is super uncomfortable for Arctobax. Like, I mean, like, it's not uncomfortable, but you just definitely have to. I mean, you have to up. use shields. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they yeah. have to use shields as well. I you know, mean? but if they're shielding so, everything you're throwing, then like, is it, the Avalanche don't do that. You get into Dragon Claw range, it. you know? Yeah, I guess so. I don't right. know. I, know so I think it's not that course, bad, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So then it gets parabolic change. We don't want to talk about it. That's like the worst election in the game. <laughs> wait, wait. Um, the thing is, is parabolic charge even in the game? It is. Yeah. Is uh, it just wait, a really terrible move? Hulu has it, didn't. I think. Oh. Yeah, it's in the game. It's the worst. It's the worst charge deck in the game for electric. It doesn't oh have any status changes. Cool. It's just it's it's a uh, techno blast, but like like eighty plus damage less. <laughs> Same energy. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty yeah, bad. Kind of mad still. Um, alone Raichu and uh non. And Cantor Raichu both get Trailblaze. I think that's cool. Yeah, I think it's good for Lone Raichu. Cantor Raichu is kind of just useless in my opinion yeah. for that. I guess some coverage, but that's it. Watch all the random stuff that aren't super relevant. Oranguru and Greedent both get Trailblaze, which is kind of Greedent nice. could be big. Greedent could be big. It is, but like if you drop Crunch, you just get walled up by the seals. It's. Yeah, I think yeah. it's. It is. It could give Water Pokemon pause, right? Because without bullet seed and you're running mud shot you you lose the swamper and the mud boys and some other waters yeah. so you but, i mean if you there, but okay maybe maybe not in it but like uh i think trailblaze also needs to be a better move it's like kind of okay but it's not the best move if i'm a bulky true. pokemon greedent non-stab it's not going to hit that hard mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah i don't know for because uh, greedent is mostly relevant ultra league and you just get walled off by registeel if you're running body slam mm-hmm. trailblaze right so i don't know I think it's neat though. It's nice to have it in the toolkit, but I don't think it's like game breaking for Greedent. Maybe in certain limited metas. Alone Sansas gets Airways, which I don't think you'll ever run because Ice Punch Drill Run yeah, is like perfect it's coverage. To run. But, yeah. yeah. Uh Star Raptor family gets fly. Rufflet family gets fly. Braviary and Hisuian Braviary. Uh, these aren't like super. That's kind of cool. You never know. Honestly, I mean, you know what, yeah, bro. Rufflet. Rufflet maybe. Yeah. What? Ruffle, I don't maybe. know. But at that point, why not just run like a a Pidgeot or something. I don't know. Maybe. No, because it's bulkier than a Pidgeot. Dude, you spend the 360k dust on it. <laughs> you tell me how it goes. <laughs> yeah. I, will, you, I will. I will. You run that to veteran in our bet, right? In this upcoming yeah, season. Uh... Yeah. You, you, you hit Legend with that rufflet, right? You'd be the first let's, one let's in the world to do extra, it. extra. Uh, <laughs> uh, Fletchling family learns fly, which is huge, especially for Talonflame. Yeah. Talonflame now being able to farm up Double to 100. Buffed. And throw two moves. Yeah, Brave that Bird flame charge, the fly. Yeah. Yeah, you throw two back-to-back flame charge there. originally. but Oh, yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Oh, yeah. So having, like, basically having Brave Bird be completely efficient energy-wise. Um, because you're, 
you will still have enough for the next yeah. move, you know, if it's a fly. Yeah, yeah. Um, fly is big. So, uh, and you're getting yeah. buffed by the incinerate. So this is a huge update exactly, for Talonflame. Yeah, yeah. Vikable gets fly, which I don't think is that relevant. Yeah. But, you know. The Slowbro family, Slowbro and Slowking, both cool. variants, get Scald. Scald, honestly, yeah. it's more energy efficient than Surf, which is kind of funny because we all just got this community day and now we're getting yeah, another yeah, one. Yeah. But <laughs> hopefully we got extras, but we do have December community day rolling around too, so get a little yeah. remix of that. Polito gets Scald, which, that's eh, okay, but mm-hmm. I don't think Polito's going to be super relevant. A um, bunch of other random stuff got Scald, nothing super relevant besides maybe Ludicolo. I th- Ludicolo is just like a worse like grass type or worse water type, depending on how you want to look at it. But Yeah, I think, I some, think- some of these picks, though, are going to be, in my opinion, significant in some limited, limited manners. Like, yeah. Suicune is kind of bulky, right? Yeah, so so having scald Snarl, well. Scold, and Ice Beam is kind of cool. Obviously, you get walled off by waters, but, yeah. um, you know, I, th- I think yeah. that's still kind of cool. Yeah, Ludicolo, I think, similar. It's unfortunate for Ludicolo because it's like, you kind of... It I feel like, like Ice Beam gives it neutrals. a niche. It? That's kind <laughs> yeah, of, yeah. kind of wild. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah you probably drop the Ice Beam for the Leaf Storm. Uh, it depends yeah. on what I guess. The uh, Whiskash and Barboach gets called. This is a big That's one. big, bro. Whiskash, it's already bulky. You do give yeah. up the ice coverage. So it covers your grass. You're going Mud Bomb Skull, which is what you probably do. But yeah. I mean, but I thought about it. I was like, man, that kind of sucks. And then you're thinking, wait, Swampers already running water ground anyway, and they get yeah. walled off and it's still relevant, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. depending on what that percentage of debuff is, man, Whiskash might win the head to head versus Swampert. Yeah. You debuff early, you shield the first yeah. one, and then you could tank like what three hydro cannons, no problem. The skull mm. hits pretty hard too against Swampert. I don't know. Could be kind of wild. I wonder if Shadow Whiskash has any. Yeah, I think he wants the ball, well, but I mean, I think it could be it's useful. Got, um, sure. Well, it's got it's got less defense than HP. Like all this all this bulk is in HP, right? So yeah, um, I think that's usually good sign for Shadow Pokemon. Yeah, I don't really have a good one either. <laughs> um, Big Roth gets Rockside. That's a big one. That's huge. Uh, I like that. Against a Sapewai, it you actually just straight up win that going straight Rockside. Before, like it was super yeah. uncomfortable because you had to go all the way to Bulldoze, right? But you just win that matchup. You're better into Frostlast. You're not walled off by the Having Frostlast. Having an actual second move. Yeah. Because I think, I think there are situations, or I think most situations, like even if Bulldoze is super effective, you're better off throwing Body Slam. Uh, like it maybe. has to be there has to be two levels of yeah, maybe. difference or something like that you know yeah um, that's possibly true. so it's like yeah, shadow bone i think or shadow comparison tashro gets shadow ball uh that's mm-hmm. okay i i don't think it makes tashro super op because like you have to give up something right and in a potential azuro matchup uh, azuro meta giving up sludge bomb for shadow ball like you just end up yeah. losing that matchup right so i, I saw like really interesting flyers yeah, yeah what's up i saw an interesting comment by ace trainer saying that you could potentially run poison jab toxicroak poison jab so i think that's a that's an interesting thing to poison jab mud bomb shadow ball but do you even beat like registeel i don't think so right i don't know i don't know maybe <laughs> I mean, I haven't, I haven't looked at it, hey, but like, I'm just like, that's you better be cooking Melbourne with that one. I'm not saying I'm going to use any of these. You can run Mud Shop Toxic too if you want. You can just turn into a Mud Boy, Mud Shop, Mud Bomb, <laughs> <laughs> Shadow Ball. Okay, wait, wait, let's see, let's see. So, 
Shadow Ball. My shot Toshok is super annoying. I played in one cup where they were like running it, and like I, I like safe swap my tox tox specs into it. I'd be like, wait, like I'm getting outpaced super hard right now. <laughs> and I realized I just realized it's much shot instead of counter. Yeah. Yeah, you lose to Registeel. Yeah, no. A bunch of things get triple actually, like Articuno, Delibird, Frostas, Cry Cryogonal, whatever. They're they're not really relevant. Triple yeah, Axel on Frostas might be. Dude, Delibird just made hit fifteen hundred. Um. <laughs> Process might be interesting because Triple Axel allows you to beat the Dragonair, which shields mm. up, whereas before you can't. But Avalanche is too good of a move to drop. Yeah. Really I think it's a similar case with like Frigibacks, for example, or like Arctibacks, where it's like, yeah, yeah Avalanche yeah. is just too good. So I did a tier list of these changes, right? And I think, um, mm. I think my tier list is pretty solid. I have a YouTube video on it too if you want to check it out. But I put Clots are at the top. And we're talking about this earlier when you know with Conky's comment and stuff, and uh, this is where we're gonna break it down. Wigglytuff two shield Wigglytuff is crazy, crazy broken. There's only a few things that beat it in the meta, right? It's like a Talon Flame, I think. I don't even know if Talon Flame beats it or not, but like Registeel, Bastidon, Clotsire, Alone Sand Slash, and like and like Clotsire. That's it. Clotsire is like the best matchup for it too. Right. Uh, but you got Lantern is going nowhere, especially with a Townflame buff. Like, what? Yeah. And Townflame buff, too, also makes a little Sand Slash hard to play. So you're probably going to run more. More people might be running Registeel soon as their Steel type. You can't not run Steel type, I feel like, in this upcoming meta because Wigglytuff's going to be all over the place. And so, yeah, yeah. and also, Registeel, I think, will pick up a usage because Azumo got buffed. And that's one of the best Azumo counters outside of Grass and Lantern. That's true, that's true, yeah. So, but that means Lantern, super relevant, Azuma everywhere, Talonflame, Regiseal, you know what beats Lantern? Clotsire. Unless you're running Water Gun, but you still have play. Right? Clotsire, if you run Sonash, you can beat Talonflame. Mm -hmm. You got play into Medicham. So no one's running Psychic on Medicham anymore. I'm pretty convinced. It's so bad. Yeah, it, it looks it's like so a really nerf. bad move now, unfortunately. I personally, like, I don't know what your take is on this, Anacor, but I personally don't like the Medicham change. I think I don't the last... think it's necessary, personally. It's not even necessary. It's bad. Yeah. I'm not even saying it's necessary. It's bad in my opinion. It's a bad change in my opinion because the damage uh, reduction from this current season for Medicham was already fine in my opinion to curb it a little bit. But now you are forcing everyone running Medicham to only run the fighting moveset and Ice Punch. Power Punch or Dynamic Punch and Ice Punch. No one so in the right mind is going to run Psychic. So losing to Azumarill. You get, um, you, or you, you just don't have play in those matchups. Yeah, you don't have play in so many neutral matchups. You get walled in so many more situations, which means that Medicham becomes more RPS inherently. Mm -hmm. You run the fighting moveset, which means you're way stronger to Lickitung. You're super strong to Umbreon. You're super strong to Ready Seal. But then you just completely get walled up by Zumro. You're way worse than the Flyers, like Pelipper, Charizard, Talonflame. Ain't none of them are going to shield the Ice Punch. Right? Yeah. Like the the psychic actually could change things. Frostlass too, right? If you could land yeah. a psychic on Frostlass, yeah, yeah. you're able to potentially two shield counter down. Frostlass ain't gonna shield a dynamic punch, right? Yeah. And they're not gonna shield a power punch. So it like so inherently it makes Medicham way more RPS in my opinion, and that makes the meta more RPS. Because Medicham is still good. Yeah. They didn't nerf it to oblivion, they just nerfed psychic Medicham to oblivion. And like, you know, I mean I, I was one of the first people that loved dynamic punch Medicham, but but like, I don't think that making everyone run that move set by default is a good thing for the meta. Yeah, I'm, I'm slightly. Time. I don't want to say I'm slightly worried because the thing is, obviously, the meta hasn't even dropped yet. 
Oh, you um, should be worried. It's still early <laughs> we days. We got two but shield like... stuff. We got Talonflame yeah, that has no play into Lantern. Lantern's yeah. still looking good. You got Superior that has no play into Talonflame. You got that Air Punch Medicine. We got Azuma that walls off some of these I matchups. Like, I, I don't want to think Talonflame that's the case, and... though. I don't want to think that's the case. Because, well, because think we've just come case? from a really, really... Well, look, we've just come from a really, really good meta, right? And yeah. obviously it's... And that's that um, my fear, that we would be in a worse Yeah, meta. and it's... Definitely looking at a lot of these changes, you can see that maybe it's slipping into a, a less healthier state. Um, but at the same time, I think we're only focusing on the Pokemon that are kind of like either on this list or maybe that were meta in the in the past season, right? So it's a possibility because I, I haven't thought about it. I haven't like dived into it or anything like that. But it's a possibility that maybe there are certain Pokemon that come up which um you know may work to balance out the meta a little so it's not complete you know hard alignment matchups but i'm afraid that it might actually just be a bit more of an rps meta yeah. and again coming from the last meta it's just such a shame because i think the last meta was i know because now you got registeel yeah. back and then lickitung just gets walled by registeel yeah and it's and like even got... things like okay, well, Toxicroak, but are you going to run Toxicroak when you'll get um, walled by like you know Mandibuzz or Gligar? I think you kind of get walled by Azumarill too if you're not running you Sludge Bomb. Wigglytuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, Toxicroak gets walled off by Mandibuzz. Yeah, if you're running Shadow Ball, yeah. like the Shadow Ball is so like nice like... addition for Toxicroak, but it doesn't actually help it that much. Yeah. All right, this is uh, my hot but... take. Dragon. Oh, go ahead. Well, yeah. What I mean, I yeah. The Archimax, thing is, without without Archibax gets draw walled off by Regiseal. <laughs> it gets walled nah, off but... by Azumarill. Yeah. Right. It's yeah, uh, that's, not that's great to Wigglytuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to do oh, well to Diamond Punch Metacham. Yeah, it's not looking good, man. No. I don't want to say it's not looking good because I don't want to be one of them dons who like you know just can like always negative about stuff like i've got hope that it might turn out to be a decent meta because oh you don't have you don't have to be negative enough to predict like it's going to be a super rps meta yeah. yo you know speaking of rps you know what's back now bastion you, your favorite bastion yeah bastion. yeah true 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 think yeah. about the things that are top of the meta wigglytuff walls it off town flame but would it be it off. Uh, i guess it would be song is so relevant beats that right a zoom roll with ice beam play rough you beat that with uh bastion as well Arthurbax, you wall that off too. Less Gligar, pretty good for Bastidon. I mean, obviously, you're still going to lose against Cloud Sire and like Registeel. Is it better than Carbink in that sort of role? Um, well, it beats Carbink in the head to head. But I mean, yeah, Carbink is interesting, but um, Bastidon's better into Superior. Right. So Carbink, yeah, a little bit better into Metasham. I think Carbink actually isn't going to be as strong because. Well, I mean, obviously, Talonflame is going to be around. So, yeah, Carbink mm -hmm. might be strong there. But increased Clotsire usage, really bad for Carbink. Because right. Clotsire is going to be really strong in this meta, right? So, that's going to be super bad. Uh, Diamond Punch Medicham, not great for it. Uh, Superior is probably not going anywhere. Regiseal is picking up a usage. That's not good for it. Mm -hmm. um, the bubble increased damage might make that matchup against Azumarill worse, even if they don't have Hydro Pump. And uh, what was the other thing that was I was going to say? Um, so I feel like these things well, are like Bastion's more relevant now too. As well, right? Wait, say again. All these things are negative for Bastion as well, though. Yeah, except for the superior, and then the head-to-head -head matchup. Except for the superior, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
So if if your greatest selling point is you had a chance to beat Medicham, but now Medicham's a little bit. Oh, also Deoxys defense pickup and usage. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Cloudside yeah. was like uh, Carping is pretty good into that too, actually. But Bastion is not terrible into Deoxys defense. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean, I think Carping's still solid. It's just that because it's not like Clouds. Yeah, you're right. Like a lot of the things that beat Carping is still beating Bastion. But I think it's more so the two shield charm Wigglytuff is going to be worse for Carping. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, and does it just lose Lickitung that? is still going to be around? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's mostly Wigglytuff and Azumarill. Those are the biggest differences, yeah. I think. Um, what was it? Icy Wind. There you go. What for? What? Oh yeah, Icy Wind for Wigglytuff. Yeah, dude. If you send the two shield situations. They ain't looking pretty. Okay, it still loses to, to Carbink, but... Two shields? It's actually pretty close. Two shields <laughs> up, yeah. yeah. It's, it's really close. Yeah. Um, like, uh, Vigoroth as well. It's going to be way worse than the Bastion. I think oh, Vigoroth Way worse than Bastion without Bulldoze, but it's going to oh, be better into Carbink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 in all honesty, Bastion will still be hard to use. In GBL, I think it'll be way easier to use. In Show 6, I think it'll be still pretty hard to use. But you know me. I'm bringing it this weekend, <laughs> this tournament. I got a team okay. in mind too. I got a team in mind. I'll send yeah. a screenshot of it to you, because uh, look, the difference between me and you last week compared to this week is I'm say, actually, yeah, like, I'm actually running spice, right? I'm not running some BBML <laughs> stuff, right? Right. So, I'll, well, you I'll don't see. know what spice is because we haven't even got a meta yet, dude. I'm telling you, Bastion. Oh, you know six. it could be Bastion. BBML. Show six yeah. is spice. There's no way it's not. Yeah, never know. Bastion and show six is a spice. Um. But anyway, so uh, take a look at that, Bruv, uh, What do you think of that? What do you think of that team? Honestly, yeah, I see like four of those mons, maybe five of them that are potentially BBML. No, and you can't say the BBML because it's not it's not a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're, none of yeah, none of these six Pokemon spice, are met. No like, one in this. No one. No one. None of these six Pokemon even make top 12 in usage in the current meta, which is actually kind of wild. Yeah, okay, okay. But then uh, this is not the current meta we're talking about. We're talking about it's next meta, Anacor, isn't it? Yeah, Anacor. I reckon. You could, you could, that means you can call anything want. Spice. You can I, call anything Spice. I will be the meta definer for this meta. <laughs> right, <laughs> Ain't no one going to have an earlier tournament than me, go right? It. Saturday morning. Saturday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I watch, watch. Monday, my team lock in. When yeah. I drop this YouTube video, right, I, obviously, I'm talking a lot of talk, right? If I lose, I do whatever. But if I do well, I drop this YouTube video, yo, yeah. they'll be like, this is the meta team, right? No, there's no way Bastion's going to be a meta team, but it's a... Uh... Anyway, Cloudsire looking stupid strong is what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Lantern is really going to benefit. Lantern and Clotsire, I think, are the big biggest benefactors of this update. Deoxys yeah. defense to a degree, I think. Obviously, uh, Talonflame as well. Well, but Talonflame is actually getting. I'm saying, I'm saying, no, I'm saying of the Pokemon that don't actually get any right. changes yeah, to them, yeah, yeah. right? But they're benefiting. Yeah, Talonflame, of course, right? Talonflame and Wigglytuff are probably the biggest winners, specifically mm-hmm. of things that actually got touched. But, um. But yeah, they actually had moves change on them. Fly's going to be interesting. Would you ever run Fly Braybird? Uh, I think so. I mean, the thing is, with that much damage on um, Incinerate now, mm-hmm. I think there's merit for it, it? Because it's like, unless there's anything particularly useful for the Flame Charge, I feel like a majority of the time, Flame Charge was just the only other move you could run anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think so. I think Fly Braybird is pretty viable. 
Okay. Like what 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 are you really flame charging that you you wouldn't fly? Um, Obviously, like steel types, but the only steel type is going to be Reg- Reggie Steel. So outside of that, and maybe Glenn Stumpfus, but like you don't want to be losing a Reggie Steel, right? Like that should be a match we want to win. Yeah, but again, um, I think with the, I mean, we'll yeah, there's stats, but like maybe the what what else? There was something else I had in mind. Is significant enough. There might be some matchups where shields up. You kind of want the flame charge. I don't know. Yeah, it's mostly the steel types. I feel like there's something yeah. else in mind, but I just can't remember what it was. I feel like I feel like Fly Brave Bird is very viable regardless, right? Like if you run uh, to the occasional because Skarmory. you have <laughs> no, no, but you you've got so much like incinerate damage. Yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. Bad, you know? No, I think you're right. I think yeah. you're right. I mean, yeah, there's definitely. I think the potential. incinerate change is cool as well because like making it the most efficient attack, but still make like it Action. being relatively clunky with the five turns yeah. is kind of cool. If you don't um, it know also how to means optimize that, the charge attacks, this is the yeah. Well, <laughs> th- this means that you it's really um, you know how sometimes people with let's say like three turn or five turn moves, um, they'll throw their move and then they'll throw their charge move, right? Mm-hmm. There's way more value now where you actually should be waiting to see your opponent throw their second move before you tap the charge move button and not just throwing it straight away, right? Like you shouldn't really be able to catch if you're using a one if you're using a two turn fast move you shouldn't really be able to um, is that correct you shouldn't really be able to catch against a three turn fast move because it's like it cuts in between your second move so <laughs> the person using the Umbreon but like if you're using I'm, if I'm, I'm lost using in the Umbreon, sauce right? on this map okay, right okay. now so. <laughs> no, if, if you're I'm using a Medicham yeah yeah and I'm using an Umbreon. You uh-huh. shouldn't really be able to catch on me, right? Because unless you catch on alignment, Who, who's, then I'm I should using... throw my snarl. You're using Medicham, yeah? I'm using Umbreon. I can't catch on you? You can't catch on yeah, me? Yeah, because I... No, but I, sh- look, I should be able to throw my snarl, yeah? And know that you're in the middle of your second counter and then throw my move, right? So you uh... shouldn't be able to catch at that point unless I'm being, like, over-hasty yeah, but, but and just the, 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 my move straight away. It works the same way the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yes. It's but easier, anyway, it, it's it, easier on the if the shorter term moves, though, not right. You're, yeah, yeah. Well, either way, it should be. Yeah. <laughs> it, it should be like um, there, there'll be more focus on that, right? Because it's like, well, if you want to uh, mitigate a lot of the clunkiness of the incinerate, you have to be really specific about when you throw your charge move, because otherwise yeah. you'll just get caught on left, right, and center. And then equally the other way around as well. It's like it's more risky to actually CMP against a five-turn charge move because you have no, to no, be no, really no. sure that they're going to throw. Yeah, um, that's, not, that's not correct. It's CAP. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You'd>, <laughs> yeah it's uh, more risky to cap against a, <laughs> a five-turn charge move that's right. than, uh, than it was before, you know? <laughs> uh, you know what? I mean, I, I get why they put that in there, but like at the same time, I think it's... Uh, it, It'd be kind of nice to sort of acknowledge the people that built up your game for you. Do you know what I mean? You know, um, I guess so. But I, I yeah. Pokemon is also a very brand focused game. So just because yeah. the grassroots people are calling it Azu, you can't say Azu, right? You gotta say Azumarill. Just because yeah. you say Trev, right? You can't say like you can't say like oh here comes a mud boy. Mud boy maybe because it's not like official <laughs> terminology. But like, you yeah. can't say like here comes Swamp, right? You have to say Swamper. Yeah. You know, so. True, true. I don't know. They're a very brand-focused company, which I understand. All right, so let's set up some uh, bets for next season. 
Okay. Now that okay. I'm looking at it, this concert Ultra League thing ain't so bad. Uh, you know? <laughs> but I don't want to be the one to do it, so let's keep it for now. Um, I have, I will say I did lose to Clodstar in Ultra League, but I had to register and into it. Yeah, I mean, what am I going to do with Registeel? I still don't win it, right? Yeah, true, true. Yeah, but that was really the only time that they actually did anything with it. Um, I thought it was a little queen coming in. So, all right, next season. First to veteran. Every week. Yeah. First to veteran. <laughs> you gotta you gotta go Clotsire Ultra League for a full okay, day okay. set. Cool. cool, right. cool. I think um I, I have another idea too. This is not really like a bet thing, but I think during the holiday season, right? Maybe like, you know, Christmas holidays, whoever, New Year's, whatever. Oh, we use Delhi Bird. No, 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 no. Heck no. Oh, you can okay. use it if you want. What do you want to try to use Delhi Bird for? I got a Deli Bird. Yeah, I mean, you can use it. I, 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 I'm trying to drop my ELO. Yeah. Like... <laughs> no, uh, you know, remember how, like, last episode, pure, like, someone didn't like how he said bruv and yeah a lot, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah We should yeah. do a segment during the holidays where we'll, we'll order the, like, the nasty jello beans, right? Like, the biggest pack, <laughs> like, the 40-pack, whatever. And every time you say bruv, you got to pop one in your mouth mid-recording. All right, go on, go on. All right, you got to swallow. <laughs> you can't have no uh, vomit thing next to you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, then I'll, I'll do the same. Run it, run it. But I but you need to come up with a word for me that I can't say. I don't know what I... Right, give I don't give know me a week. Comes. Give me a week. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a week. No, no, we don't, we're, we're not doing this next week. It'll yeah, be like yeah, towards yeah, the end yeah. of December, right? But that was just like yeah, an idea yeah. I had. So, bruv is yours. That is easy. Unless you want to do okay. yeah, but I feel like yeah is even harder. Yeah, it's pretty hard. Because you can use that in like... Do you know what I mean? No, no, but it would be as... It would be as a filler, not when you're actually oh, saying okay. yeah to acknowledge. Well, then you have to, then you have to, yeah, bruv is, bruv is an easy one. There's no, yeah, there's no reason for you to say bruv, right? <laughs> That's not a required word in the English <laughs> language. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'm trying to emphasize how close everyone is to me, you know? It doesn't seem like anyone's that close because <laughs> yeah. you're saying bruv for everyone. <laughs> it's like no one's close. <laughs> <laughs> that just means got no brethren all right so what do you want to do for the legend one right so obviously whoever's lo- behind slacking on legend bet every week you dress up as a clown and get progressively <laughs> worse right but so yeah. you better you better hit it with the local party city right <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah what what should be the actual loser do though uh what was it last time Oh, Last the, time you had the, the hot, the hot chip, chip in it. Yeah, yeah, it was a hot chip, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you know what? Yeah. Let's let's put this down to the comments for this week. See what the suggestions are. It's not it's not gonna be for another month anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Drop the drop the suggestions below for what the loose is. No, drop the suggestions. Of, it has to be something you could do on the podcast. None of this like run a five K, ten K stuff that RC Cole always recommends. Like I get it. You love to run, you want to see us struggle too, but like it's not great for the podcast kind of I'm not gonna run around with my laptop, right? Like hot spotting it to record for like two hours straight. Uh, you just um, gotta go with it like a selfie stick and the uh yeah. and your phone, you know. I thought about something pretty extreme but i don't think i want to do it like it's like an eyebrow yeah. shave would be a little too much i feel like dude imagine me uh, i don't know that's pretty in at the moment you know no i no no like full-on shave mainly with girls but like huh yeah, yeah. yeah. imagine imagine me on like a like at a future tournament <laughs> commentating <laughs> with no eyebrows dude i'm gonna look like yeah, lex i mean luther. you could draw them on you could draw them back look on like lex day. luther <laughs> <laughs> chinese version <laughs> i'm lex <laughs> luther <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I can't do it. I can't do 
entertaining. If we get the suggestions in, then uh, yeah, I'm gonna be on we'll the card. I don't particularly want to shave my eyebrows because like they're pretty prominent on my face. Um, so they are, yeah. You do have pretty. It'll be very eyebrows. obvious that they're gone. But when you shaved it on the side, don't they grow back kind of like different pace now, or what was that deal? With uh, I don't know. It's only been like. Oh, is it first time doing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, yo, might as well do it. Mm. When I was in school, obviously, I wasn't able to do it. And then when I was an adult, I just didn't think uh, think that I wanted to. And yeah. I did it. I was like, yo, it's kind of lit. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll think it through. We'll see. Mm. We'll see how it goes. But we'll take suggestions for sure. Um, yeah. I don't know if Anakin wants to do another hot chip. That'd be kind of wild. Yeah. I mean, also, I did it one time. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I was, exactly when I was watching that. back on the thing. It seemed like I was taking it way better than it actually felt for me. It felt yeah. really bad for me, yeah. But oh yeah, I bet. I, I came across not as bad on camera. That is pretty good. <laughs> well, give yourself another so pat on the back, I, was, I guess. I will, I will, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should do double uh, chips. But next yeah, time now then. that's played out. That's played out. Now. <laughs> yeah, now we're going in that direction. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we'll figure it out. But drop any suggestions. We may take them into consideration for sure. We'll take them into consideration. Will we do it? Big different story. But I'll help out that. Anyway, uh, that's going to wrap it up for us. I don't really have any tea topic unless you had something. But I feel like nothing really controversial happened. Nah, I mean, I feel like there was. No, I feel like there was something, but I can't remember. I mean, maybe outside of just people complaining about <laughs> complaining about move updates again, right? Um, people, this, people always do this. They, they complain about meta, and then they're yeah. going to cry about how this meta is going to be worse than the next, than previous one. Yeah, I hope yeah. this meta is good. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be negative. I really I hope, hope it though, is. But, but, yeah, I, I but on paper, it doesn't seem yeah. like it. It'll be nice to use Talonflame for a bit, for sure. Until you're running Talonflame, Lantern, Superior into every team, and then you're like, wait, yeah. this is kind of RPS. I don't even want to use Talonflame, you know? I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It doesn't speak to me. Well, what 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 speaks to you, Manibus? I don't know. I, you know, Whiskash is speaking to me. Whiskash is looking so strong. What do you mean it's speaking to you? Of course it's speaking to you. It's yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? That's speaking. <laughs> you're like, that's what I'm like, saying. You know what they're speaks to so me? <laughs> Poison jab, surf, Godsire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It speaks to everyone. Yeah, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> he ain't no Whiskash whisperer. Everyone be using Whiskash. But yeah, but yeah. Aside from uh, people complaining about stuff, I think um, it's pretty good. Uh, honestly, I think the only other thing is TMs. Yeah, uh, it's it's not Dude, a T topic, but we need it. Please, we need TMs. bro. The Can other I day, answer? yeah, I was like, what was I powering up? I think it was like I was maybe making like a new Frostlass or something, something like that. It might have not been a Frostlass, it might have been something else. But I spent ten charge TMs. <laughs> trying to get one move and there was only like four <laughs> moves in the pool and i was like oh, man, you know and i've got loads of charge tms so i'm not too bad at the moment but it's just like it shouldn't be the case you know? oh i'm down bad for so sure. dumb yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we'll yeah, see how it we'll goes some fixing there but... all right well anyway thanks all for joining we'll catch you on next week i'll be in a new place hopefully and if not then something really will and i'll hopefully also be in a new place wait what do you mean you're moving no nah, but i'll have a sofa so You're still in the same back. place. It's not a new place. <laughs> was, what do you mean? Was, That's why I join in on this. Yeah. Like you did something place, special man, too. Game, you know? <laughs> 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 it's like if I win a tournament, be like, yeah, you know, I won a tournament too in spirit. <laughs> like what, what tournament? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Uh, anyway, we'll catch you all next time. Let us know your thoughts on the Moveset updates, uh, what you think our take is on it. But I'm telling you, I, I said Klaus is the truth before. It definitely is the truth now. And I'm convinced. I'm not going to lie. I'm convinced. Yeah, should be good. I'll be easy anyway, next week. We'll catch you all later. Peace out and have a good one. See you.